For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Today, the EA Sports 500. Sponsored by Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. By Husqvarna, tough name, tough equipment. For the dealer nearest you, call 1-800-HUSKY-62. By Lumar Window Film, follow the racing pros and choose Lumar. By 76 Gasoline, makers of the official fuel of NASCAR. By the Wide Track Grand Prix, wider is better. By McDonald's, we love to see you smile. By the United Association of Union Plumbers, Pipe Fitters, and sprinkler fitters building a better tomorrow by coca-cola the official soft drink of nascar fans by craftsman the official tool of nascar cart and the nhra by circuit city we know how you feel that's why we're here circuit city we're with you by two-way communication by racing radios for rental and sales visit the track scan vendor an authorized affiliate of racing radios and by mbna issuer of the official nascar credit card the engines have fired here at the Talladega Super Speedway. The field just about to begin rolling down the pit lane and begin a couple of pace laps before we get today's event underway. The EA Sports 500. Hello again. I'm Joe Moore along with Barney Hall. Welcome back to Talladega Super Speedway and MRN Radio's coverage today of the EA Sports 500. First five cars rolling off are the No Bull Five contenders who will be running in today's race. Ricky Rudd, Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kevin Harvick, and Dale Jarrett. There were two drivers who failed to make the starting grid for today's race, Dave Marcus and Rick Mast. Here's the 43 getting ready to roll off pit lane here today at Talladega. Starting 43rd will be Hut Strickland in the Hills Brothers Coffee Ford. The Conseco Chevrolet with Ron Hornaday Jr. starts 42nd. 41st starter is Jason Leffler. He's in the singular wireless Dodge. The nation's rent Ford with Kevin LePage goes 40th. Starting 39th is Robbie Gordon. He's in the Lowe's Chevrolet. The Mobile One Ford with Mike Wallace goes 38th. 37th starter is Tony Stewart. He's in the Home Depot Pontiac. 36th will be Robert Presley. The Jasper Engines Ford and the Kodak Chevrolet with Bobby Hamilton Jr. goes 35th. 34th starter is Bobby Labonte in the Interstate Batteries Pontiac. And the Sitco Superguard Ford with Jeff Burton is 33rd. 32nd starter will be Rusty Wallace in the Miller Lite Ford. And the BP Amico Dodge with Dave Blaney will be 31st. Starting 30th today, Michael Waltrip, the Daytona 500 winner, driving the Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet. 29th, Jerry Nadeau, the UAW Delphi Chevy. Ken Schrader goes from 28th. He's in the M&M's Pontiac. Kurt Busch, who had a third-place finish here in the spring, has the Sharpies Rubbermaid Ford starting 27th. 26th, Casey Atwood. He's driving the Dodge dealer's UAW Dodge. 25th starter today, Jimmy Spencer in the Kmart Ford. 24th, Matt Kenseth in the DeWalt Power Tool. Ford. Ricky Rudd has his Texaco Haviland Ford starting 23rd. 22nd, Buckshot Jones, the Georgia Pacific Dodge. And the 21st starter, Todd Bodine, in the Kmart Blue Light Special Ford. 
Terry Labonte goes from 20th starting spot this afternoon of the Kellogg Chevrolet, the GM Goodrich Chevrolet. Kevin Harvick is 19th. The 18th starter is Ward Burton in the Caterpillar Dodge. Qualifying 17th was Elliot Sadler in the Motorcraft Ford. 16th was Brett Bodine in the Ralph Supermarkets Wells Fargo Financial Ford. 15th, Kenny Wallace, we heard from a moment ago in the Pennzoil Chevrolet. The 14th starter, Mark Martin in the Pfizer Viagra Ford. And Jeff Purvis starts his Ford in 13th place. Starting 12th will be Ricky Craven in the Tide Ford. And the DuPont Chevrolet of Jeff Gordon starts from 11th. Going for the 10th position, Dale Jarrett driving the UPS Ford. Joe Nemechek has the Oakwood Home Chevrolet going from the 9th starting spot. 8th starter, Kyle Petty, the Sprint Dodge. 7th, his teammate John Andretti in the Cheerios Dodge. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has the Budweiser Chevy starting 6th. 5th, Bill Elliott, the Dodge Dealers UAW Dodge. Johnny Benson goes from 4th in the Z-Rex Pontiac. Sterling Marlin has the Coors Light Dodge starting in third. On the front row, Bobby Hamilton driving the Square D Chevrolet. And on the bud pole for the second time this year here at Talladega, Stacy Compton in the Levi Garrett Dodge with a qualifying speed on Friday of 185.240 miles per hour. And those are the 43 cars that will get down to it here this afternoon and some breathtaking racing it always is when you come to Talladega Super Speedway. Well, we're looking around. The stands are just... Uh, a, a massive crowd on hand. As we said, they've been coming in here all week long. The campgrounds have been full almost since Thursday here at Talladega as the pace car brings them around to complete the first of what should be about three laps before they put them under green and cut them loose here this afternoon. I don't know if I can hold my breath for three and a half hours. This I remember last time here, I was probably up tight as much as the drivers were out there. And the fans the same way. I think they have. They know they have to come to Talladega well-rested because they're going to be standing up all day long. You hardly ever use your seat at this racetrack. It is truly some breathtaking action that we see every time we come to the Talladega Super Speedway. The track here, 2.66 miles around, banking 33 degrees in the turns. The draft is, of course, what this place is famous for. And the first man who will see some of that action here today is Dave Moody from Barry, Vermont. He'll cover the action for MRN Radio in turns one and two. All right, thank you, Joe, and good afternoon, everybody. You're right here in turns one and two. It's all about the numbers. 33-degree banking, the equivalent of three stories high, four very easily usable racing lanes, every one of which will be used just about every lap around today. With a good head of momentum and a couple of cooperative drafting partners, you can pass a lot of cars coming off turn two, headed for the back straightaway. But make a mistake in traffic, and this place can become a 190-mile-an-hour salvage yard in a very big hurry. It's one of the most exciting venues in all of motorsports, so we'll cover the action today from our vantage point high above turn number two. Long ways down that back stretch, they really build up ahead of steam, and a lot of times they get four wide and, and still go three wide into turn number three over there. Breathtaking view, and to see them when they come into that corner over there from Dover, Delaware, is Mike Bagley. Thank you, Marty. Good afternoon, everyone. Once the car's clear, turn two, they'll begin streaking down the 4,000-foot backstretch here at Talladega, and the key is very simple. Get off turn two as quickly as possible and take advantage of the draft. If you're new to NASCAR, to draft is to take advantage of the hole poked in the air by the car in front of you, and if you're able to do that, you're able to move into the execution phase of a lap here at Talladega. Start the pass. That will carry you off the end of the backstretch and up into the banking of turn three. We always see some great racing also up in turns three and four here at the Talladega Super Speedway. And to cover the action for MRN Radio there this afternoon, the host of NASCAR Live, Eli Gold from Birmingham, Alabama. Joe, thank you. And while Dave Moody talked about the numbers at the other end of the speedway and Mike talked about the draft, out here it's a couple of words that come to mind. They are temptation and patience. We heard Dale Jarrett talk on the pre-race that somewhere off turn four and into and through the trioval is where you want to make your move for the win with the start-finish line down in turn number one. Well, here, off turn four, the temptation is to jump out of line quickly. 
but you've got to have patience. We have seen some of the best in the business go from second place back to 22nd place in a blink of an eyelash. So off turn number four, there's lots of racing room, but you've got to use it wisely or else you're going to be going backwards. I think a lot of drivers have been quoted this week as saying, I'm going to drop back toward the tail end of the field and ride there for a while. I'm going to bet you you don't see a whole lot of... If, if your car is capable of staying up in that lead draft... I know these guys, and you do too. They're going to race. Well, you figure already you've got five cars at the rear of the pack that are pretty darn good cars. Had to go to backups because of being in that crash yesterday. So you got good stuff back there already. You, you figure uh, the guys want to get away from the middle of the pack, get away from traffic as quickly as they can. So they're going to try to sprint out front, try to get away from the heavy packs of traffic. Probably there will be some guys who will kind of lay back a little bit and, and wait for opportunities later in the race, maybe with pit stops or whatever, to try to advance their positions. But, you know, no matter what they say, Drivers, when the green flag drops, they forget all that it goes out the window. They start racing. Yeah, they're racers, and that's just the bottom line on it here this afternoon at Talladega. One more lap, and they'll cut them loose here this afternoon for the EA Sports 500 here at Talladega. 188 laps around this racetrack. And as Joe Moore told you a moment ago, the fans very seldom sit down at this racetrack. The action is just that exciting from start to finish. This race last year saw 49 lead changes. Those were official lead changes. There were probably another 49 that happened that didn't count at the start-finish line. And, of course, this race last year was won by the late Dale Earnhardt, his last Winston Cup victory. Yeah, I remember that, that very well. Coming from, what, about 16th or 17th on the final lap around there and a little... Mix up down on that inside line here at the start-finish line. His son, Dale Jr., and Mike Skinner bumped each other a little bit, caused uh, some cars to check up, and here come Dale leading that outside line of traffic, and away they went. Watching them yesterday in practice here, uh, a thing that has happened at this racetrack in the last couple of years is running three wide. Now, used to they ran three wide here on occasion, you know, when they'd pass or have a lot of racetrack to use going into the corner or coming off the corner. Now it's just a given. They run all the way around the racetrack that way. The center lane is just as quick as the outside lane or the inside lane, or it has been in the past, and sometimes it'll vary from time to time. That's the interesting thing to me. I would just imagine it would be tough to have cars on the outside of you and on the inside of you, and you're in that center lane, and you've got to watch both sides rather than just running kind of double file, so to speak. You know, something else we have seen this year, not only here but also at uh, the Daytona International Speedway, is the fact that uh, in, in past years, the guy who was left in the middle would always go backwards. But suddenly we started seeing guys go to the inside lane and advance. Now, maybe because of some of the aerodynamic changes that have been made to these race cars, but they're handling completely different. They're very solid out there on the racetrack. The, the drivers have a lot of control of the cars and they can go three wide that's kind of the norm anymore four and five wide is what we see sometimes coming off these corners yeah they got plenty of room to do it here at talladega in a racetrack that as we said we came on the air that was built in 1969 and bill france senior who had the vision to come here and build this racetrack and this racetrack from day one was built for pure speed the late neil bonnet used to talk to him and he said man i can't wait to get to talladega I, he said you can't go fast enough for me we're talking about qualifying here uh, on our Bud Poe show on Friday afternoon that Bill Elliott had the absolute record at over 212 miles an hour. I remember that day very well. Ernie Elliott, his engine builder and his brother, told him after the thing, he said, I, you know, next time we come here, I think we can run a little bit faster than that. And Bill said, who are you going to get to drive the car? <laughs> Richard Brickhouse won the first race ever run here at the Talladega Super Speedway. He's been here throughout the weekend talking about how much things have changed since back in 1969 when he went to Victory Lane after being a short track driver out of Wilmington, North Carolina, coming here and winning a NASCAR Winston Cup event. Who will be the winner today? Stacy Compton, Bobby Hamilton, Sterling Marlin, John Benson and Bill Elliott. That is the front five. As the pace car has already hit the pit lane, the field comes through the trioval down for the start-finish line, and the start of the race, the green flag about
about to wave for the start of the EA Sports 500. Here's Barney Hall. 800 feet away from the start-finish line. Green flag goes in the air, and they get down to it in a hurry. And on the break, Stacy Compton tries to get away, and he pulls out, gets a little clean air, tries to get single file as they go to turn number one, and he'll pull it off. They head for turn two. Stacy Compton with a two-car length lead. Riding in the second spot is Bobby Hamilton. Up the inside, Johnny Benson takes third spot. Sterling Marlin hugging the bottom for fourth. Bill Elliott is fifth. They've got Dale Earnhardt Jr. trapped up high. Now Sterling Marlin to the outside. He'll break out of line. He'll try to take the second spot. He'll do that. Now he's trying to get up alongside Stacy Compton. No luck so far. Compton leads. They're four wide per second off the end of the back straightaway. Well, that didn't take long as they go up the banking for the first time. The high side goes way high. Down low, it stays there. Compton trying to hold off the heat now as everybody works off the low side of the racetrack. The throwback. Levi Garrett Colors bringing him back off turn number four. It's Compton. Right behind him, we've got Nimichek and Benson, Jeff Gordon, and Wallace. Working an inside lane, trying to move ahead. The outside lane also forming up now. That pack led by Sterling Marlin. They're trying to catch the front five. Here they come across the start-finish line, storming back into turn one. Sterling Marlin trying to wave that outside lane on. He's battling side-by-side now with Kenny Wallace. That's the joust for the number five position as they go wheel-to-wheel. Stacy Compton leads him to the back stretch. Front four cars are single file, led by Stacy Compton. Compton drops all the way to the bottom of the racetrack. He has drafting help behind him. He's got Joe Nemechek, Johnny Benson, Jeff Gordon. Now Kenny Wallace follows him to three. Everybody trying to hold their positions for the moment while the outside groove begins to work now for Sterling Marlin and those who have hooked in behind him. Here come a couple of the Dodgers now to join Sterling Marlin. You've got Elliott on the move. He tries to find some running room while the leader is Compton off four. The inside groove is a groove to be in as they work their way back down to the start-finish line. That outside lane has lost a lot of positions. Compton brings them back down to the line. Nemechek rides right behind him in second. Then Johnny Benson is third. The scramble is going on from about 10th place on back in that center lane as they go to turn two. Sterling Marlin try to hang on to it. Jeff Burton in the middle of the racetrack. Bill Elliott's been shuffled back early. He's on the outside and going backwards. Side by side, they'll race for those positions off turn two. While up front, Stacy Compton again brings the field to the bottom of the racetrack. Everyone lined up behind him. Joe Nemechek and Johnny Benson, those the top three in turn three. The seventh place battle led by Sterling Marlin still trying to claw their way to the outside. They're not able to pick up much running room because the leaders are handling so well and are so powerful off the low side of the racetrack. No change among the front seven. Still Marlin challenging outside. Front seven car single file coming back into the trial hugging the inside lane of the racetrack. Sterling Marlin still trying to make something happen with the outside lane. He's got the drafting help there in the form of Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Ricky Craven. They just cannot advance. Marlin just scrapping and clawing in that outside lane but going nowhere right now. Kevin Harvick trying to fight his way down to the inside of the Coors Light Harvick pulls side by side up the Still no successful race side by side for that seventh position. The leaders all the way down to the inside. That outside lane starting to form up. Again, Sterling Marlin leads the outside charge with Dale Jarrett to his inside. As they try to make the move off the high side of the racetrack, Ricky Craven and others thought about going two and then three wide. They'll settle back in. It's still Compton showing the way. Nimichek running tightly in second. Johnny Benson holds down the third spot. Fourth place now is where Marlin has caught Jeff Gordon. Marlin trying to make something happen. Won't be able to do it this time. That outside groove that we talked about now suddenly becomes too wide rather than three wide. And all that shuffling around a moment ago was probably holding him up. Now that they've tucked in single file, Dave Moody, as they come over to you in that outside lane, they're catching the front of the field. Sterling Marlin on the outside getting a push from Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Ricky Craven. And now that high line is working. Marlin to second. He wants the lead on the back. 
Here comes Sterling Marlin to the outside, and the draft kicks into the high lane. Move Sterling Marlin to the lead. Move Dale Jr. to second. Here comes Ricky Craven to the outside. Three wide for the runner-up position. Ricky Craven tries to go way wide. Three wide, trailing the race leader, Sterling Marlin. Somebody's got to give. It's Craven. He'll back off just a tick. He'll go back to fifth. Down low, here comes Compton. He'd like to get the lead back from Sterling. He's not going to do it off turn four. Sterling Marlin comes charging back to the line. The first different driver to lead here this afternoon. He shows the way. Compton tries to battle back. They are side-by-side side for second. It's Marlin, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Stacy Compton, Bobby Hamilton, and Joe Nemechek. Five laps in to the EA Sports 500. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There, you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Sterling Marlin hangs out of the lead. Earnhardt Jr. rides second. Bobby Hamilton's third. Stacy Compton back up to fourth. And Jeff Burton is fifth. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Here they come, back out of the start-finish line. They'll put eight laps on the scoreboard in the EA Sports 500. At the line this time, it is still Sterling Marlin, Dale Earnhardt Jr. as they work their way back into turn number one. Bobby Hamilton is a factor there also. And again, that outside line starts to slide back a little bit as they go to turn two. Jeff Gordon, the victim this time. He's battling side-by-side with Stacy Compton. That's the wheel-to-wheel battle for sixth place. Off turn two, that sixth-place battle rages on. While up front, Sterling Marlin has some breathing room, about a half a car length over Dale Earnhardt Jr. Bobby Hamilton. Here comes Dale Jr. to the outside for the lead in three. Dale Jr. trying to flex the muscle. The fans jump and cheer this move as he goes powering to the outside of Sterling Marlin and grabs the spot here at Talladega. Now Marlin has his hands full with Bobby Hamilton. Hamilton goes high. Marlin hugs the inside as Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads. Dale Jr. becomes a third different leader of the EA Sports 500 in just the first nine laps. Battling now for the second spot just behind him. And now for the lead. Jeff Burton has the inside lane. Here's Sterling Marlin climbing the banking of turn one. And he's got some drafting help from Bobby Hamilton. Hamilton now takes it another lane higher. Thinks about three wide for the lead. Here they come. Three abreast. Off turn number two. It's Earnhardt by a nose. Burton to the bottom for a four wide. Here comes four wide for the lead in the back stretch at Talladega. Jeff Burton on the bottom. Then you got Dale Jr. Then Sterling Marlin. Then Bobby Hamilton. Now it thins out to double wide with Hamilton and Jeff Burton off the end of the back stretch. They climb the banking. The high side won't work here for Bobby Hamilton. He'll have to backslide just a tick. So the low side still the way to go as they come off the corner. Off turn number four. Here comes Jeff Burton showing the way. And after starting near the back of the field, Jason Leffler scrambles all the way up to second. It's amazing how the draft will pull you to the front.
we got a lot of cars that started way back toward the tail end of the field that suddenly are at the front. Rusty Wallace is one of those that's gained a lot of positions just a moment ago and working his way up there. Single file, they go back to turn one just for a quick second. Jeff Burton hangs onto the lead. Today's broadcast of the EA Sports 500 brought to you under exclusive radio rights. Granted by the Talladega Super Speedway to MRN Radio, solely for the private, non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the expressed written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. Already four different drivers have led this afternoon. Maybe a fifth over in turn three. Maybe a fifth. Bobby Hamilton trying to make the high side work again alongside Jeff Burton with drafting help from Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the rear flank. Here comes Hamilton. The square D colors in the wind. He's going to power to the outside as we know he can do here, and he'll grab the lead off the corner. The spring winner here at Talladega, Bobby Hamilton, now goes to the top spot and brings the field back to the start-finish line. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is second. Third is Jeff Burton. They're stacked up double wide and three wide from there on back. Three wide. The battle for about eighth, ninth, and tenth position. It's Kenny Wallace on the bottom. Bobby Labonte in the middle. Michael Waltrip on the outside. And then another line. Three abreast right behind them off two. Closer up front. They're side by side for fourth. Stacy Compton to the inside of Jason Leffler. They'll stay that way on the back stretch. While the front three in Bobby Hamilton. Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Burton nose to tail to three. You've got the front three single file. Then you've got four rows of two by two. Then you've got everybody else going three by three. That's how they come off the corner. Now down low. Make it five, six, seven cars trying to break away on the low side of the racetrack. Bobby Hamilton leads them. For about three or four laps just a moment ago, they, there was not a center lane, so to speak. Everybody was running just double file. Did away with that. Now that inside groove led by Jeff Gordon and Bobby Labonte as they go back to turn number one, trying to make something happen there. Only about a half a dozen cars in that outside groove as they go over to turn two. Two abreast battle for seventh and eighth position. Jason Leffler in the Dodge on the bottom of the racetrack. Bobby Labonte on the outside lane. Right behind them, Todd Modine and Jeff Gordon. Bobby Labonte does have that drafting help now that turns into the middle lane because it's three wide from there on back. Leffler down low, drafting help from Todd Modine, while Bobby Labonte still has drafting help from Jeff Gordon. This is working back at around eighth spot now as the leaders attack turns three and four. The lead car is still down low. Everybody else still looking for some running room. And while others have gone way to the front, guys like Ward Burton have backslid. They got caught up in traffic earlier and are trying to work their way back to the front again. Now the first 15 cars all working nose to tail back to the start-finish line. They're mixing it up from about 12th or 13th on back. Rusty Wallace there pulling to the outside of Kurt Busch, trying to get some drafting help from Ron Hornaday. Hornaday not quite close enough to give Rusty the push he needs. That will allow Kurt Busch to make a move to the inside and secure that spot. Here's a battle for second. Jason Leffler on the inside of Ripple There they come off turn two now. They're racing for the seventh position. Almost a challenge for the lead. Dale Earnhardt Jr. started an inside run but gets back in line behind race leader Bobby Hamilton. So he'll hold the position he's got right now, does Dale Jr. As he just tries to follow. Now Hamilton goes up the banking. He goes way up the banking. The inside is open for Dale Earnhardt Jr. and for Jeff Burton and for Stacy Compton. They're trying to take advantage of Hamilton who went wide off the corner. Yeah, they caught Bobby up high, nobody to draft with, and all of a sudden he has no company out there, and he is losing spots. He is back to fifth position. That's where he's going to be by the time he gets to turn number one with no one to draft with as Earnhardt Jr., the brand-new leader, goes to turn two. And Bobby Labonte is, uh, Bobby uh, Hamilton, rather, is the wallflower right now as they stream underneath him. Jason Leffler underneath him. That's for sixth place. Here's Brett Bodine for seventh. Hamilton still with no help. And no drafting help for Bobby Hamilton. He's up in the outside lane. Finally, he'll get some for about the tenth position. Starting to double up now as Drusty Wallace makes a move. Three wide around Bobby Hamilton Jr. and Todd Bodine off the end of the back straightaway. All 
Ball trying to grab a position if they can. Going to the high side, Rusty Wallace. Bobby Hamilton's going to run him even higher. They're going to run out of real estate up there. So from 11th on back, they'll hold their breath for a moment while the front 10 try to streak away. The battle is for 11th on back. That's how quickly it goes away here at Talladega. One moment you're leading, you make a little mistake. Suddenly you're back in the 11th position trying to hang on and get back in the draft. Dale Earnhardt Jr. shows the way. Jeff Burton is second. Stacy Compton is third. Johnny Benson fourth and fifth now is the car of Kenny Wallace. They're in turn one. And a rare moment of single file racing among the top ten. Closest battle to the front. It continues to be Bobby Labonte and, and Todd Bodine side by side. That is for the eighth position now with Bobby Labonte in the inside lane. Todd Bodine with limited drafting assistance in the outside. Matter of fact, he has none now as everyone shifts down to the inside behind Labonte. So as everybody leaves him out to dry right there, further back, Ricky Rudd tried to make a gutsy move. It's going to cost him as hard will go by. Ricky caught in the middle now. Will be bypassed to both the inside and the outside. He's back at 20th when the lap began. He'll end the lap at around 33rd. 16 laps go on the scoreboard. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Burton, Stacey Compton, Johnny Benson, Kenny Wallace. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Field just working off turn number four up in front of Eli Gold. Here they come off the corner. It's still Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Burton, Compton, Johnny Benson, and then Kenny Wallace. Five lead changes among five drivers already. We've just completed the 11th lap of the EA Sports 500. The front six cars, nose to tail, double wide from there on back. In the inside lane, it's uh, Brett Bodine. On the outside lane, it's Todd Bodine. Family feud through turn one and two at Talladega. That's the battle for the number seven spot there, wheel to wheel. Both of the brothers Bodine have drafting help now. They'll stay double wide off the end of turn two and onto the back straightaway. Up front, it's Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Burton, Stacey Compton, Johnny Benson, and Kenny Wallace to three. For the moment, they're holding their positions while Kurt Busch has moved up from the back of the field. Hutch Strickland has moved up from the back of the field. And now Kenny Wallace tries to get the Pennzoil car from 5th to 4th. They'll come by Jimmy Spencer's machine. His car is not under power as he heads to pit road. Yeah, Jimmy Spencer already on pit road down there in front of uh, his pit. Let's see if we can get a report there. Uh, Spencer's crew not going to work on the uh, underneath the hood of the automobile. They can't tell exactly what the problem is, but the hood is up and it's not under power. We'll check it out and get right back to you guys. What's well, heartbreaker for Jimmy as good as he likes to run this place. Field goes over to turn two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads him off the second corner. Jeff Burton in second. Stacey Compton in third. Now they're side-by-side side as Kenny Wallace gets the shuffle to the outside lane. Drafting help from Todd Bodine. That'll propel him up. Now as Kenny Wallace races double wide with Johnny Benson for the fourth spot. Kenny Wallace moved out there last lap. He has not lost any positions. And with drafting help from Todd Bodine, they're hanging right in there. Bobby Hamilton Jr. also going to the wide side. Back at 10th, he'll try and tighten things up. All the while, though, Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads off four. Seems like the low line is the fast line. A number have tried to make something happen to the outside. And no matter how much drafting help they get, they just can't seem to advance. Right now it's Kenny Wallace trying to make that outside lane work. Let's check out a couple of developing stories down on the pit lane here at the 21st lap of today's event. First, let's check in with Jim Phillips. Well, you got a lot of different strategies going on, Joe. you got Joe, uh, Jerry Nadeau, he's, he's hanging back in the back of the pack for a while. 
uh, to let things sort out down here. And the hardest working people that I've observed, other than the drivers or the spotters, are having work uh, their drivers through uh, this big mob of traffic. I expect uh, first round of pit stops to be around lap 50 this afternoon. Check in with Winston Kelly again. Well, here on the midsection of pit road on Jimmy Spencer's car, they said quite simply, it was a motor that gave way. Jimmy's headed toward the garage area. A couple of other stories. Terry Labonte, who started in the rear of the field after being the second quickest in the first practice yesterday and then getting swept up in that accident we talked about earlier. He's hanging back toward the back, but not completely by design. The car running just a little bit warm, so he needs to get some extra air to it. They had reported that there might be something dragging from the 43 Cheerios car, but the team believes that it's some tape and have talked to NASCAR, and right now he's allowed to stay out there. Check in with Jason Toy. Well, one of the guys got to be pretty happy with the way both his cars are running. That's Andy Petrie, the owner of both Bobby Hamilton as well as Joe Nemechek, and Andy got to be pretty pleased with the way both these cars are running so far. Well, we are pleased with the way they've run really all weekend, but uh, right now we're just doing time, trying to get to the end, and uh, hopefully don't get in any trouble. It's one of the things, kind of the common sentiment for the rest of the crew chiefs down here, just kind of settling back, waiting for their time to make their way to the front. Dale Earnhardt Jr. continues to set the pace. Jeff Burton has hung in there in second for about five laps now. Stacey Compton's third, Johnny Benson's fourth, and Kenny Wallace is fifth. Todd Bodine sixth, Jason Leffler seventh, Ron Hornaday eighth, Brett Bodine is ninth. And in tenth place, well, Kevin Harvey just took tenth place away from Brett Bodine, dropping Brett back to tenth. Joe, it's interesting to see who's running back at the tail end of the field as we look at our scoring monitor here. Sterling Marlin, who led several laps in this thing a moment ago, has slid all the way back to what, about 38th position? Ward Burton's back there. Jeff Purvis is back there. Bill Elliott's back toward the tail end of the field, along with Tony Stewart, Terry Labonte, and Jerry Nadeau. In super speedway racing, it's just hard to tell if a guy's actually having a problem or if maybe he's doing what Andy Petrie said, just kind of uh, logging time for the time being and waiting back to the back of the field because, as Jim Phillips said, we'll have pit stops coming up here in another 22 laps or so. So maybe guys are thinking, okay, maybe we'll try something on pit road, try to advance at that point. But, yes, some good cars back at the tail end of the field. Already today, problems for Jimmy Spencer. He's uh, uh, appears to be out of the race at this time. Let's check in downstairs. Well, we've caught up with Jimmy. Jimmy, what happened to the car? I don't know. You know, we're just sitting there riding and uh – that's all you can do. This isn't racing. This is far from racing. Uh, you sit out there and follow one another, you know, in three wide like we're watching here on TV. But uh, maybe it's good for the fans, but sure, and how ain't good for the drivers. And uh, something happened to our motor, you know, our piston or something broke in the car and uh, came our teams out today. Jimmy Spencer, behind the wall. He's done. He'll look forward to coming back next weekend. Uh, Jimmy Spencer, the first car to be out of it here this afternoon at Talladega. Dale Earnhardt Jr. continues to lead. Today's broadcast of the EA Sports 500 is brought to you on MRN Radio by the Brewmasters at Budweiser, who remind you that fresh beer tastes better. By Ray Bestus, the best in brakes, D3EA certified for safety. And by MBNA, issuer of the official NASCAR credit card, and by Circuit City. We know how you feel, and that's why we're here. Circuit City, we're with you. We are 27 laps into the 188 to make up the total distance today in the EA Sports 500. Already five lead changes among five drivers. One car out of the race, that is Jimmy Spencer. Everybody else is on the lead lap, and they're in turn one. And they're all chasing Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jeff Burton riding in second. Just sneaks a little bit of a peek to the inside, but so far not real interested in making a challenge for the lead. There was a side-by-side battle for the sixth position the last couple times by. Todd 
Todd Bodine and Ron Hornaday there double wide. That thins out. Bodine will get that position as they race off the end of the back straightaway. And in the middle of the field, Mike Wallace took his time, finally worked in and around Casey Atwood and picked up yet another position. They'd been drafting together for the longest while. Off turn number four. Front five trying to hook up together for the moment. Everybody else behind them two by two, led by Todd Bodine and Ron Hornaday. Yeah, basically they've settled down, uh, at least in the early going here at Talladega this afternoon. Ron Hornaday a moment ago had serious thoughts about bringing that whole outside line to the front of the field. Couldn't get a lot of close drafting help, and he drops back just a moment right now. But once they get that line going, they're going to chase down the front six cars and go after them over in turn two. Hornaday has scrambled his way up to about the seventh spot, trying to find a way down into that low line, and he may have it now as he comes find Brett Bodine. Now he gets in line and rides single file. They're side-by-side side for the eighth position now. Jason Leffler leads the pack. Also, Kevin Harvick to his outside will lead a pack of cars to three. They try to work themselves through some race traffic. You've got Matt Kenseth leading another pack of traffic. He's got Bobby Hamilton behind him, and they are even higher on the banking than are the other lanes of traffic to their inside. But somehow it all comes out together off turn four. They're chasing Earnhardt Jr. Interesting to note, the very last car out there is Tony Stewart. Tony's been in the news quite a bit this past week. You've probably heard the NASCAR-mandated use of a head and neck restraint system, either the Hans device or the Hutchins device. Tony Stewart was not comfortable with either one and was quite outspoken here on Friday about being forced to wear something he did not want to wear. He hasn't talked at all this weekend, and uh, Dave Moody is not saying much right now. Now, just riding around in the back of the pack, but I got a feeling that'll change exactly when he wants it to. He can put that Home Depot Pontiac in high gear at any time. We've got the feeling. Here they come now, down the back straightaway. Meanwhile, up front, Dale Jr. continues to show the way to three. The first battle right now is still that side-by-side scramble for sixth on back as Todd Bodine works to the high side of the racetrack. You've got Brett Bodine working to the inside. They'll come scrambling off the turn. Right ahead of them, you've got Kevin Harvick watching while Bobby Labonte is right behind them with Leffler. It's been pretty easy sailing for the front six or seven cars the last six or eight laps around this racetrack. They've just simply run nose to tail, trying to keep that outside line from catching up there and trying to take the front positions away. Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads. Jeff Burton is second. Stacy Compton's third. Johnny Benson is fourth. And Kenny Wallace is fifth. This is at lap 31. Sixth is Kevin Harvick. Todd Bodine would be seventh. Brett Bodine rides eighth. Jason Leffler is ninth. Bobby Labonte is tenth. Kirk Busch is eleventh. And Ron Hornaday is twelfth. Thirteenth is Jeff Gordon. Fourteenth is Rusty Wallace. Fifteenth would be John Andretti. Michael Waltrip, sixteenth. Mark Martin is seventeenth. Ricky Craven's eighteenth. Mike Wallace is nineteenth. And twentieth right now is Hut Strickland as the field goes up to turn four. The man who's taking his own private line now is still Bobby Hamilton. He was up front, then he is backslid. Now he's in the middle of the field. If it were the old days, you'd say that was Harry Gant or Richard Petty running up there. That's where Hamilton's car apparently is the most comfortable right now. Doing an update on the Noble 5 drivers. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is leading. Kevin Harvick is running in the fourth position. Rusty Wallace up to 16th now. Ricky Rudd is back in 35th. And Dale Jarrett, the fifth of the Noble 5 drivers, is now in the 39th position. The battle is for a second in turn two. And the outside lane beginning to move. Here comes Kevin Harvick. He'll make the move on the outside. Harvick is on the charge. He'll swing to the outside of the racetrack. He's got a whole slew of drivers behind him. Thoughts of going to the lead now will abandon. And now the battle is on for the second position. Harvick still trying to stay to the high side. You've got Todd Bodine working right behind him. All of these drivers chasing Dale Earnhardt Jr. Now with Johnny Benson or at least Jeff Burton working down low as well. Jr. holds off the challenge. But Harvick now solidly in second. 
Harvick pulls right up on him as he come through the dog leg here at Talladega, back down to the start-finish line, gives him a little breathing room, falls back maybe a full car length, and here's Todd Bodine now leading a charge on the outside. He's taken over third place. Can they get up there and challenge the front two? Now Bodine will lead that outside line attack. He goes to the high line on Jeff Burton. They are side-by-side off two. It's Bodine by inches as they race to the back straightaway. Bodine has drafting help from Jason Leffler. Meanwhile, Jeff Burton has helped down low. Now they'll stack them three wide. Burton down low. Bodine in the middle, Leffler up top, they're side-by-side for third. Ron Hornaday is right there as well, waiting to see what might happen directly in front of him. He climbs the banking for the moment. He's not a factor. He'll lose three, four, five spots while Earnhardt Jr. stays down low. He and Harvick in their rear-view mirrors watching all of that scrambling for third on back. Stacked up side-by-side from third on back. You've got the car of Jeff Burton occupying the inside lane as we come back down to the line. Todd Bodine works to his outside. Then you've got the machines of Stacey Compton, Jason Leffler now moves up, but it's Dale Earnhardt Jr. who continues to show the way at lap 34. Just talking about the great advance of Jason Leffler, he's moved up anymore. He's now leading here at Talladega. All the way from the back to the front, Jason Leffler in the singular wireless Dodge powers around the outside of Dale Jr. He takes Brett Bodine, or uh, yes, Brett Bodine along with him, then it's Dale Earnhardt back to third. Front three cars, single file. Now they're side-by-side side for the fourth position. Jeff Gordon has drafting help in the outside lane. Down low, Kevin Harvick has drafting help. Jeff Burton almost pushing Kevin Harvick off the end of the back straightaway. As they look for some running room, here comes Andretti. He's in the middle of that mix as well as they work two-by-two. Two. But the front three pulling away. Jason Leffler shows the way. You've got Bodine running right behind him. Third spot, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And now we'll see if Todd Bodine tries to line up Leffler. Tries to get around him as they work their way down to the start-finish line. Then he says, nope, we're going to tuck right back in, single file, and stay there. First time today, Joe, that we've seen three cars break away from everybody else. They're running nose-to-tail, single file out front, but from there on back, it's door-to-door. Yeah, those guys racing side-by-side, losing the benefit of the draft as they work over into turn number three, or turn two, that is, and Dave Moody, the front three, moving away even more now. And right behind them, it's two abreast. Kevin Harvick down low, working on Jeff Gordon for fourth. Double wide for that fourth position now as the front three tiptoe away. Gordon has the advantage. He'll take fourth. Here comes John Andretti. He'll take the fifth spot. So John Andretti keeping the muscle wound up on his machine. Gordon looks to the high side now. He's trying to make a bid on Earnhardt Jr. for third. Andretti, who's he going to go with? He'll stay in the middle. But Earnhardt Jr. down low cannot hold off Todd Bodine. Cannot hold off Jeff Gordon. Here they come now back into the triumphal to the start-finish line. Todd Bodine mounts the challenge. He will pick up the lead coming across the stripe at lap number 39, the seventh different leader of the race here today. The scramble now from second on back. Jason Leffler trying to hold off Jeff Gordon. Leffler's got drafting help from Dale Earnhardt Jr. Gordon on the outside line trying to pick up an assist from Mark Martin. He'll try to do that. Continuing now on to the back straightaway. It had been the groove was down low. Now Todd Bodine has taken it to the high side. Leffler regroups down low. Drafting help and pushing assistance for Dale Jr. will propel him to the lead in three. So Dale Earnhardt Jr. tries to grab the spot. Leffler goes wide, high, high off the banking. It does open the inside. Earnhardt Jr.'s got the lead. Todd Bodine nearly clips the back of Leffler, but they stay separated coming off the corner. Earnhardt Jr., Leffler, Todd Bodine, and three wide for four. Yeah, just a moment ago, it looked like the front three was going to break away and put a lot of daylight. All of a sudden, that went away. Now Earnhardt Jr. is back out there. Todd Bodine surprised me when he pulled out from behind the front two running into the bottom of the racetrack and went to the outside line. That line forms up again three wide this time from about fifth place on back in turn two. And on the outside lane, it's all Hamilton's. Bobby Sr. running and gunning on Jeff Gordon for fourth. Bobby Jr. 
right behind him. Bobby Hamilton now working his way back to the front has the outside advantage over Jeff Gordon. Gordon has limited drafting help. Matter of fact, Hamilton has none. He'll stay double wide for that spot off the end of the back shoot. So they stay double wide right now as everybody begins to close in right behind them. Bobby Hamilton Jr. closing in on his dad, asking him to get on going or get out of the way. Here comes Bobby Jr. trying to chase down his dad, but all the while they're in fourth and fifth. Bobby Sr. working with Jeff Gordon side by side. Hamilton trying to advance by Gordon and Bobby Jr. falling into the draft of his dad. You've got Mark Martin in that mix as well, along with Robbie Gordon and Joe Nemechek, three wide in turn one. And Jeff Gordon now is the odd man out as he gets left alone on the bottom of the racetrack. That will allow Joe Nemechek to swing by in the middle lane. Rusty Wallace topside going after Gordon now. In front of that battle, it's double wide for the sixth spot. Now a breaking of ranks for second. Here comes Todd Bodine to the inside of the racetrack. Leffler looks outside for the lead. Nothing there. Instead, the inside lane is left open. Here comes Todd Bodine down low. Todd Bodine trying to show the muscle on his machine again as he works to the low side of the racetrack. But the inside groove taken away from him. Earnhardt Jr. continuing to hug the inside of that apron. Won't let anybody in down there. But now as they swing wide off the corner, Jr. again cuts off Todd Bodine's bid for the lead. Dale Earnhardt Jr. learning to work the draft like his his late father did so many times here at Daytona and Talladega. He's made it look awful easy here in the early going. Todd Bonine, odd man out this time as they go to turn number one. He's out there in that outside lane holding on to third place, but nobody to draft with as they go to two. No help in that outside lane. Bobby Hamilton moves underneath him to second. Bobby Jr. goes to third. Now here comes Joe Nemechek. He'll move underneath for fourth. He takes a look on little Bobby. Nemechek drops to the bottom. They're three wide, and Nemechek has five cars stacked up behind him. He's got Matt Kenseth, also Ron Hornaday. Now it thins out to double wide, but still side by side for third. Everybody looking to see where the best move is to be made right here. Bodine, he stays high. The inside guys aren't giving a drop. The man who gets shuffled out is Bobby Hamilton Jr. He goes from fourth back to ninth and may not even stop there as Earnhardt Jr. leaves. Great scrambling going on for the second and third spot on back up front, though. It's still Dale Earnhardt Jr. showing the way. Now Bobby Hamilton running in second. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. MRN Radio is live at the Talladega Super Speedway today, bringing you coverage of the 31st race of the 2001 season, the EA Sports 500. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore, Dave Moody, Mike Bagley, and Eli Gold, bringing us coverage from the turns today along the pit lane, Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Jason Toy. Eight lead changes among seven drivers, 43 laps in to the 188 that make up the total distance. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. leading, Bobby Hamilton is second, Joe Nemechek third, Todd Bodine fourth, and Matt Kenseth is fifth. Had some pit stops just a moment ago. One car down in front of Jim Phillips. We had uh, Kenny Schrader in Barney. It was routine for him. Four tires, filled it up with 76 fuel. A little bit earlier than we expected, maybe three laps or so. But uh, Schrader did get his service. He's gone back out on the track. And it also looked like Bill Elliott and a couple of other cars, including Terry Labonte, was pitting. Let's get a report there. Bill Elliott came in. Four tires for him. No adjustments at all. Topped off the fuel tank. Good quick pit stop for Bill Elliott. Now down to Winston Kelly. And we had uh, Casey Atwood in along with Terry Labonte. Four tires in fuel. We had reported earlier that Terry Labonte running just a little bit warm, but no chassis adjustment there. Here comes Johnny Benson. He started up in the fourth position. The crew going to go to work on the right side of the Pontiac. It's going to be a routine four-tire stop for Johnny Benson. Several more cars coming down the pit lane. Stacy Compton is in. We also see the machines uh, coming in of uh, Jason Leffler. Back to Jim Phillips. Well, we got uh, Compton in getting right side tires. Joe, don't see any chassis adjustments. Left side's going on now. Right in front of him is Jeff Purvis. And farther down the pit lane, we've got Jerry Nadeau 
They're changing left side tires now. Leffler, he's leaving the pit area also. Now, these are scheduled pit stops. They, Jim told us a little bit earlier, most of the guys said they would go up to 50 laps before they came in. Some of these cars coming in just a little bit earlier. They're back toward the tail end of the field and have anything to lose one way or the other as they bring their cars in. At the front of the field, Earnhardt Jr. still leads the pack as they work their way on some of these cars. They'll pass them in a hurry as they go over to turn two. The cars that were on pit road a moment ago, they're in turn two. They've already made their way around Johnny Benson as Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads the pack. Bobby Hamilton riding in second. Side by side for third. Nemechek in Penson. Nemechek holds down the inside lane. Matt Kenseth is shuffled to the outside lane while the leaders will work those cars that have just finished. Earnhardt Jr. and Hamilton to the inside of Kevin LePage off the end of the back straightaway. They're climbing the banking of turns three and four. Again, many of these teams still awaiting the moment to make their pit stop. Here they come off the corner. Just ahead of the pack of traffic now, the machines that have made stops. But here comes Bobby Hamilton. He's going to peel off the banking. Joe Nemechek will come in. Hornaday, Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Tony Stewart will pit. The same with Wallace, Robbie Gordon, Andretti, Kyle Petty, Sterling Marlin. All of these teams, Ricky Craven, Buckshot Jones, all coming into pit. Earnhardt Jr. stays out on the racetrack along with Matt Kenseth, Michael Waltrip now up to third, Kurt Busch to fourth, and Mark Martin in fifth. Let's cover some of those stops. Winston Kelly. Uh, Sterling Marlin on pit road to crew, working on the right side of his Dodge. It's been good. No chassis adjustment there. Whipping around to the left side. Buckshot Jones on pit road. Teammate John Andretti getting ready to pull away. Same thing for Bobby Hamilton. Four tires in fuel. Marlin down and away. 14.7 seconds to Jim Phillips. And Jeff Gordon is in Winston along with uh, Hutch Strickland. Four tires for him. Kyle Petty's getting his service. Four tires for him. Now let's swing it down to Jason Toy. Everybody on this end of the pit road with four tires, including that of Ricky Craven. Also, Joe Nemechek was in. Rusty Wallace, Robbie Gordon, Bobby Labonte, and Tony Stewart were all in, including Ron Hornaday, all with four tires on this end of, fi- uh, on this end of pit road as more pit stops make their way on. Todd Bodine in this time. Jeff Burton also into this end of pit road. Another wave of cars comes off turn number four and goes to pit road. Matt Kenseth had been shown as the leader just a moment ago after almost part of the front of the field, dived onto pit road to make a stop. Ricky Rudd would be up to second now, then Dale Jarrett and Earnhardt Jr. Let's go back to the pits. Well, Kevin Harvick came in just in front of Kurt Busch, and he had to slide. He was actually behind him trying to whip around and had to slide around, so he's pitted caddy corner. Now Busch, you're going to have to back his car up, push him around. Harvick's going to get his tires. Now Harvick's going to have to back up, so that's going to cost both of those gentlemen a lot of time. Meanwhile, Elliot Sadler got four tires in fuel, as did the rest of the midsection of pit road to Jim Phillips. And the leader was in, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Four tires for him. Also in down here was Michael Walter. Robert Presley was in. Ward Burton and also Kenny Wallace getting service and the pit board is out for uh, Matt Kenseth. This should uh, make it to go all the way around. Kenseth stays on the racetrack for now, but we'll have to come in. The man who picked up second momentarily, Ricky Rudd is now in. Let's cover that stop. Here's Winston Kelly. Rudd's crew working on the right side of the car. His team made about six pit stalls down. It's been a little bit loose. That's Dale Jarrett. They make a chassis adjustment, a wedge adjustment, and an air pressure adjustment. 16.15 seconds. Four tires for Ricky Rudd and the Yates teammates go out together. So a lot, of, a lot of this strategy, if you pit under green here, is by design. The certain group of cars that like to run together or have been drafting well together will come in and make the pit stop at the same time. But this is going to jumble up the field. As we said a moment ago, Matt Kenseth had assumed the lead. Ricky Rudd had been second. They have been on pit road since that time, along with Dale Jarrett, as they work their way back into turn number one. We'll set the running order for you after all these pit stops are complete in just a 
We are back at the Talladega Super Speedway. They're showing 54 laps on the scoreboard as the leader crosses the line, works back into turn number one, the leader being Michael Waltrip, then Dale Earnhardt Jr., Matt Kenseth, Todd Bodine, and Joe Nemechek are the top five. And a moment ago, it was only a couple of wide. Now it's three wide from about sixth place on back in turn two. Mark Martin on the bottom, Bobby Labonte in the middle, Jeff Gordon top side as they race for position. They'll stay that way off turn two and off onto the back straightaway. The first side-by-side battles for the fourth position. That's where Todd Bodine drops down to the inside. Nemechek in the middle. Now it's three wide. Bobby Labonte powers to the high side. Bobby Labonte looking for some running room high. He comes up alongside Todd Bodine's machine. It opens the inside. No opportunity for anybody to stay there in the middle. The front three pull away. Fourth place also begins to scoot through some traffic. And that's going to be Todd Bodine chasing down that Kenseth. Todd Bodine tries to find his way back to the front of the field as he falls in line now and drafts across the start finish line. Good racing going on from 8th to ninth on back. That's where Bobby Labonte worked that outside lane. Now it's Jeff Gordon climbing the banking high up into turn 1. Jeff Gordon goes way high, opens the door downstairs. Underneath him will go Jerry Nadeau in the bottom lane. Ricky Rudd fills the hole in the middle. They'll move underneath in turn 2. That is the battle for the 10th position. While on the back straightaway, Dale Earnhardt Jr. took a look down to the inside of Michael Waltrip. He'll get back in line. Five cars nose to tail. Waltrip, Earnhardt Jr. Kenton, Todd Bodine, and Mark Martin. We've seen that drafting combination many times in the past on the big tracks. Earnhardt Jr. and Michael Waltrip trying to work together and find some running room. But Michael Waltrip now says nothing right there to make a move about. He'll hold the position he's got. Front five, just pulling away if they can. Yeah, good tight single car draft as they come down in the dog legs. Going to allow them to keep a little daylight for the rest of the field as they swing back into turn number one. It'll take a lap or so for that outside groove led by Bobby Labonte to chase them down and get back up there door to door. Kevin Harvick has fallen all the way back to 41st position after getting up there and running at the front of the field a moment ago. Winston Kelly can update us a little more there. What happened? Well, Barney, when he came down pit road, he was pitted just in front of Kurt Busch, who came to his pit stall just ahead of him. So when Harvick went to went around him, it looked like the brakes locked up just momentarily, but Harvick able to retain control of the car and kind of pitted catty-cornered. When he got finished with his service, they had to back the car up because he was pointed in toward pit wall, backed the car up, and he pulled out. That cost him a lot of time on pit road and thus cost him a place in the draft, so he's fallen back. Got a long way to go, but I'll bet you he'll be back up there. Yeah, he'll be a contender before this day is over. We've had 10 lead changes already among nine drivers. Just 57 laps into the 188 that make up the total distance here in this 500-mile race today. Michael Waltrip took the lead for the last time on lap 53. He's led three laps, now four. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has led the most laps today, three times for a total of 34 laps. Again, 10 lead changes among nine drivers. Caution-free so far, 42 of the original 43 starters are still running. Jimmy Spencer is out of the race. This mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to MBNA.com. Or when you attend the Winston Cup or Bush Series race, stop by the familiar MBNA green booth and mention MRN for a second free gift just for applying. Michael Walter brings the field off turn number four. Earnhardt Jr. sits right behind him, followed by Matt Kenseth, Todd Bonine, and Mark Martin. And now it is single file among the front six as they head back down to the start-finish line, swinging off into turn number one. Hard racing is going on back at about seventh place. Jeff Burton has it. Jerry Nadeau's on the outside trying to take it away as they go over to turn two. Nadeau, who prior to the pit stops, have been content to ride around in the back of the pack, now has got himself in the top ten and apparently likes the feeling as he's making a good run on the outside. He'll take a run at Jeff Burton. Bobby Labonte now lines up behind Jerry Nadeau in the outside lane while Jeff Burton gets drafting help from Mike Wallace down low. Will stay double wide. About three, maybe four, maybe even five 
throws deep in turn three. They'll stay that way, those two by two by two, all the way back through five and six rows of traffic. But while they stay side by side, the front six continue to pull away. Right now, Michael Waltrip still showing the way. Earnhardt Jr., Kenseth third, Todd Bodine, Mark Martin, and Warford. Here they come now, back to the stripe. Michael Waltrip still hanging on to the lead. His DEI teammate, Dale Earnhardt Jr., battling there, trying to take over the second spot. The front six cars are nose to tail. Let's take a look at the Napa leaderboard here at lap 59. Michael Waltrip, the race leader. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is second. Matt Kenseth third. Todd Bodine fourth and fifth is Mark Martin. Ward Burton runs in the sixth position. Jerry Nadeau is seventh. Eighth is Jeff Burton. Ninth is Mike Wallace. And tenth is Bobby Labonte. Joe Nemechek now runs in eleventh. Twelfth is Rusty Wallace. Thirteenth is Jeff Gordon. Ricky Rudd is 14th, 15th is Dale Jarrett, 16th is Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton Jr. runs in the 17th spot, 18th is Buckshot Jones, 19th is Casey Atwood, and 20th is Stacey Compton. As a check of the Napa leaderboard, Napa, we keep America running. And we can update you also where the Noble 5 drivers stand at this point. Earnhardt Jr. is second. Now, these are the drivers who can win an extra million dollars from R.J. Reynolds if they should win here this afternoon. Rusty Wallace is 12th, Ricky Rudd's 14th, Dale Jarrett's 15th, and the final Noble 5 driver, we talked about a moment ago, Kevin Harvick, still back there in 41st position. Field goes to turn one. Top six have tried to break away, but then it's side-by-side side for second. Jeff Burton on the bottom of the racetrack. Bobby Labonte up high to the back straightaway. Still double wide for seventh now. Jeff Burton still with that drafting help down low from my, with Mike Wallace. He'll lose some ground now as Labonte will grab seventh. Here comes Jerry Nadeau to the outside. He'll try to snag the eighth position. Nadeau tries to keep it wound up to the high side of the racetrack. He'll draw even four the eighth spot right now. Jeff Gordon watching just from rear flank now trying to see which way things go and Mike Wallace is also there. That's the side-by-side battle for eighth place off four. Up front though it's still Michael Waltrip showing the way. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in second. Matt Kenseth third. Tabodine fourth. And fifth is Mark Martin. There's a seven-car breakaway still here in the EA Sports 500 at the Talladega Super Speedway. Michael Waltrip at the head of the pack with Dale Earnhardt Jr. running in second. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Today's broadcast of the EA Sports 500 is brought to you on MRN Radio by Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. By the Wide Track Grand Prix, wider is better. By Napa Auto Parts, Napa, we keep America running. And by Gatorade Thirst Quencher, it's in NASCAR, is it in you? Only one car has gone a lap down, and that was Jeff Purvis, who was out there running all by himself after that pit stop, and the field finally chased him down and put him a lap down. Everybody else is still on the lead lap, and Michael Waltrip is the leader. He's been the leader for a while. Last took over on lap 53. We're now at lap 64. While things have settled down momentarily, let's say hello to Ed Martin, the director of NASCAR Productions for EA Sports, the sponsor of today's race here at the Talladega Super Speedway. I think I can sum up EA Sports in by saying fun. Fun, absolutely. EA Sports, it's in the game, and man, it is at this track today. The EA Sports 100, what an event, huh? It's a great clean race, a lot of fun, just like the game. Fantastic. You guys have come a long ways in these interactive games you've developed. Uh, I was down there playing uh, your game in the media center earlier today. Uh, Quite challenging, quite realistic, really. They are. The hardware has come so far, and it lets us do amazing things with the software. I mean, it, it, I'm standing up here in the booth with you guys looking out over the track, and I've been playing this game as we've been developing it for a year. It looks just like this when you're playing it in the game, and we're able to do amazing, amazing things. A lot of fun. Obviously, it's not just for the, the youth in the country. People under 35 years of old, we see every, every age group that's having fun with that. I think I even might have seen you out there yes, trying it did. up a little bit. The game is absolutely for NASCAR fans of all ages. Whether you're a teenager, an adult, an old-timer, everybody has fun. 
fun with this game because everybody's a NASCAR fan and wants to get the experience, and we really deliver it with NASCAR Thunder. Man, you got a lot of potential customers here today. Great crowd. We sure do. The, the fans and the stands and the, a packed facility. It's fantastic on television, obviously on the radio, just everybody out there. They should give NASCAR Thunder a try and uh, experience what we're experiencing here today. I think what uh, really, uh, really says something good about what you guys do is talking to some of the drivers who play your game before they come to a racetrack. They actually get a little bit of information about what's coming up in an upcoming uh, Winston Cup race. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago we got together with Kevin Harvick, and uh, he was talking about how when he was coming up through the Bush Series, he actually used uh, video games, our game in particular, to practice on Dover. He'd never done it before. Taught him a few tricks, and he did pretty, pretty well in that race. This weekend we had a great event with Dale Earnhardt Jr., uh, racing against a fan. The fan actually beat Dale Earnhardt wow. Jr. And he's been practicing on the game for two or three weeks, so it was quite a feat. Very where, exciting. Where are EA Sports games available? Everywhere. Walmart, Best Buy, Toys R Us, you name it. You can go out and uh, you can find it on the Sony PlayStation 1, Sony PlayStation 2, and the new Microsoft Xbox, which is coming out next month. will be on there as well. Ed, thanks a lot for your support of NASCAR Racing here at the Talladega Super Speedway. Congratulations on a great product you have in EA Sports. Thank you very much, and uh, let's have a great day out here today. All right, thanks a lot. Ed Martin, the director of NASCAR Productions for EA Sports, the sponsor of today's race here at Talladega. May have a problem in just a couple of minutes for a couple of drivers who would like to stay on the lead lap in the form of Kurt Busch and Kevin Harvick. The field's about to overhaul those two going over to turn three. And they're closing in very fast, Barney. Michael Waltrip continues to lead the field back to the corner. Those two have been running separately for a while. They are now hooking up nose to tail, trying to stay ahead of the leaders. Meanwhile, the scramble now back at eighth spot off the racetrack's fourth corner. Going to the high side, trying to challenge is Jeff Gordon. He's to the outside of Sterling Marlin. We've been talking about Sterling Marlin since the beginning of the race, and suddenly he's a contender once again. And again, trying to get something formed up behind him. Drafting help there from Jeff Burton. Also, the car of Mike Wallace lined up on the inside lane. Let's see what they can do in turn one. To the high lane, it's Bobby Hamilton. Jr., Ricky Craven, and Joe Nemechek. Everybody sorting it out double wide. Further to the front, Kurt Busch and Kevin Harvick go a lap down. Leaders go to the outside of that lap traffic. Up against the outside wall, you've got Michael Waltrip, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Matt Kenseth, Todd Bodine, Mark Martin, and others tucked tightly together, single file to three. They're all picking their way around those lapped machines. Then as they get clear of them, they'll hook up on their battle one more time. The front six still down low. Seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth spot now clearing some of that race traffic and getting back in line. That includes Bobby Labonte, who's closing in on Ward Burton. Yeah, Jeff Gordon also a moment ago, he had been riding in that outside groove. He dropped down to the inside, didn't like it down there. Now he swings back around the two lap cars that we're talking about as he tucks in single file. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, another breakaway. Seven cars go to turn two. Led by Michael Waltrip as he keeps it right down on the yellow line at the bottom of the racetrack. Dale Earnhardt Jr. riding second. Matt Kenseth and Todd Bodine. Michael Waltrip changes lanes off of turn two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. takes a look to the outside. Now will fall back in line single file. From eighth on back, they're working around the lap traffic. Jerry Nadeau has his hands full. He's got a challenge in the form of Jeff Burton to the high side. Burton goes to the high side while to the inside of Nadeau, Kurt Busch's lap machine is down there, so there's no place to go to the apron of the racetrack. Coming off the corner, still in the middle, Jerry Nadeau, he's feeling the heat from Burton to the high side. Front seven cars, nose to tail now as they come back to the start-finish line from eighth on back, three wide, with a lap car of Kurt Busch on the inside lane. Nadeau punches out of the pack, coming across the stripe. Jeff Gordon tries to chase down his teammate in turn one. Jerry Nadeau going to 
the outside of the lap car of Kurt Busch. Jeff Gordon right in his rearview mirror will follow him in the middle lane. Then it's Kenny Wallace in the middle with the outside line filled by Jeff Burton. That's the side-by-side battle for the 10th position. They'll stay three wide off of turn two. Now Kurt Busch will slide up in line behind Jeff Gordon and in front of Kenny Wallace. Wallace and Burton still side-by-side for the 10th spot. They're holding their positions right now. And again, you've got the lap machines in the midst of all that. Kurt Busch and Kevin Harvick trying to keep themselves clean and out of everybody else's way. But they don't want to give up too much real estate either. Meanwhile, the front handful of machines, the front seven, begin to pull away. 71 laps will go on the board when the leader crosses the line this time. The leader being Michael Waltrip, who's having a great run here this afternoon. And his good friend riding right behind him, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Man, they had a celebration at Daytona back in July down there. Those two did. For the moment, they say, let's just get away from everybody. Can't do it, though, as they go to turn two. Well, Matt Kenseth keeping everybody else in close touch. Then it's Todd Bodine, Mark Martin, Ward Burton, Bobby Labonte. Leaders coming off of turn two. And again, Earnhardt Jr., Matt Kenseth taking a peek to the outside. But by the time they get halfway down the back straightaway, everyone falls back into single file formation as now they race to three. So for the moment, the field settles down, at least among the top 15. Back around 16th spot, you've got John Andretti trying to work himself free of some race traffic. He'll pick the Middle groove while to the inside, Ron Hornaday tries to keep the nose of his Conchico machine clean as they work off turn four. Coming back down to the line, Matt Kenseth riding along in third, realizing he's got teammates just ahead of him, and Michael Walter but Dale Earnhardt Jr. also realizing his teammate Mark Martin is just two cars back. 72 laps complete in the EA Sports 500. Michael Waltrip still shows the way in the EA Sports 500. Dale Earnhardt Jr., his teammate, rides in second. Matt Kenseth, third. Todd Bodine, fourth. And Mark Martin is fifth. Sixth is Ward Burton. Bobby Labonte rides in seventh. Eighth is Jerry Nadeau. Jeff Gordon is ninth. And tenth is Kenny Wallace. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. We're caution-free in the EA Sports 500 as we approach the halfway point in today's race. We've completed 75 laps. 94 laps will mark the halfway point of today's event. Up front, things have kind of settled down. Matter of fact, throughout the pack, except maybe back around the 25th, 26th position, some two and three wide racing going on there. But Michael Waltrip remains in command. Let's check on a couple of stories on pit road. One involves Hut Strickland with some problems on the Hills Brothers Coffee Ford. Jim Phillips? Well, Joey's lost a cylinder either for a plug wire has fallen off of his Ford, and uh, he just went down a lap. They're going to try to ride it out and hope for a caution, but if, uh, like you just said, no cautions in this race, so Hut Strickland is going by the wayside fast, and uh, but they have elected to leave him out as long as possible and not lose any more laps here on the pit lane. Now, Kenny Schrader lost the draft. He hasn't lost a cylinder or anything. He just says he hasn't lifted, but the car just will not go. This is Schrader's backup car. He lost his primary car uh, due to the accident yesterday. Let's get an update from Jason Toy couple of drivers on this end of pit road that took two tires on those last pit stop include Todd Bodine and Bobby Labonte, who basically had no change with the car. They're finding themselves up in the top ten here consistently. Also two tires for Ron Hornaday as well. He's staying up in the top 20, so some drivers are looking for two tires for track position. And Winston Kelly? Well, here on the midsection of pit road, most of the drivers just riding. I guess if you can do that and hold your breath all the way around this place, but not a whole lot of handling problems. We mentioned the problems that Kevin Harvick had. Same situation for Kurt Busch. That's why he got back there. He was pitted behind Harvick, had to back up that extra time on pit road, contributed to him losing the lead draft. Talked to Sterling Marlin's crew. He said virtually nothing throughout the whole race. 
He had fallen back, has worked his way back up toward the front. The problem with that car being so strong, not a lot of folks want to draft with him, but he's in a pretty good situation now. He's nestled in between Kevin Harvick and Kenny Wallace. Harvick wanting to get his lap back. Kenny Wallace very hungry. And just kind of hanging in there for the moment, not losing any ground and not gaining a whole lot either, but not in that bad of shape. Tell you where the hardest racing has been going on. Guys that are really, really working has been back there about where Robert Presley is. Robert currently showing 21st. And Robbie Gordon, Bobby Hamilton, Dave Blaney, Ron Hornaday, and Eli, those guys have really been sawing on the wheel. They did, as a matter of fact, about four laps ago, Robert Presley and Jason Leffler nearly tangled one with the other. Robert Presley kind of lifted for half a second, and that's why Leffler was able to pull away and now is off ahead of Presley by about 10 or 12, 15 car lanes. But that was a scary moment, and we heard the report on Hutch Strickland. Sounds like it could be the end for the Hills Brothers team here today. He's coming down the pit lane, and the car does not sound good. Jeff Gordon still uh, wandering around back around the 13th, 14th position. That's where he's riding. He stepped out of line. Can't seem to get a lot of help in trying to move up to the front of the pack. He's just kind of maintaining for the time being. Again, now shown in the 14th spot, Kyle Petty back in 15th. And Joe Nemechek, who was near the front of the pack early on today, he's now shown back in the 16th spot. Later on in today's broadcast, Barney and I will select the winner of the Raybestos Break of the Race Award. The driver who experiences the best break in today's race will see a $500 donation awarded to the motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries on his behalf. Ray Bestus Brakes, the official brakes of NASCAR. Uh, not a good break right now going on on pit road down there for Hut Strickland. His car is in the pits and the hood is up. Jim Phillips? Well, they're looking on the left side of the engine compartment right now, Barney, and uh, as of yet, they have not found a spark plug wire that has uh, came off, so uh, a lot of problems for Hut Strickland, and it's probably internal. Uh, Maybe dropped a valve or something like that. And Barney, the last time off turn number four, a big boom sound coming out of the John Andretti machine. It sounds as though the car is about, if not has already lost a cylinder, something was amiss the last time by. So Hutt Strickland is on pit road right now. Whether he'll be able to continue, we'll keep you updated if they take the car behind the wall or back to the garage. About to put 80 laps on the board. Michael Waltrip has led everybody here for the last 20 or 30 minutes. For the moment, he continues to stay out front. Single file among the front six. Now they're about to form up back there, double file, do some hard racing from seventh on back when we come back. Michael Waltrip has led the EA Sports 500 for the last 30 laps, taking over on lap 53, and now at lap 83, he still shows the way with teammate Dale Earnhardt Jr. riding in second. Matt Kenseth is third, Todd Bodine fourth, and fifth is Mark Martin. The Noble Five contenders, Dale Earnhardt Jr. rides in second, Rusty Wallace is eighth, Ricky Rudd is 21st, Dale Jarrett is 32nd, and Kevin Harvick is now shown in 37th position. And John Andretti continues to fall off the pace. Let's see if we can get an update from Pit Road on him. Well, he's just radioed in and said the Cheerios Dodge is losing power. Not sure exactly what it is, whether it's in the battery or the alternator. He's hanging out there just as long as he can, but expecting on Pit Road here in not too long. Got John way off uh, speed-wise from what everybody else is running. Just a few minutes ago when Kevin Harvick went that lap down, we were sitting up here probably, or I was, thinking, now, man, there's no way he's ever going to make up a lap here at Talladega. But he gets back up there, gets caught right up in that outside draft, and he's within about seven or eight cars, Dave Moody, of getting that lap back. He's fighting in the top ten right 
now trying to make a move on the outside of Rusty Wallace, and he's got drafting hill. And he's the first car out of line on the outside lane. He's up alongside Rusty Wallace. Harvick now drafting hell from Bobby Hamilton off the end of the back straightaway. So as they climb the banking in turn number three and go up to the top side, we've seen it in the past, although circumstances were different when Bill Elliott made up two laps under the green here years ago. Harvick still trying to chase them down. He's closing in on the lead cars to be in position to get a lap back. They scramble through the trioval, head back to the start-finish line. Meanwhile, Jerry Nadeau is back on pit road. Well, Joe, he thought he had a flat, but it wasn't a flat. The right front shock had broken. So they're changing the right front shock on Jerry Nadeau's car right now, and he has lost at least two laps. And that is going to be hard to make up in a tough break for Nadeau because he'd been able to come from the back a couple of times and get right up in the front of the field. We're looking at 85 laps complete. 188 will make up the EA Sports 500 here at Talladega Super Speedway this afternoon. Let's pick up the lead group of cars over in turn three. They climb the banking of turn number three. Still nobody challenging Michael Waltrip. We're in that stage of the race where, as we've said, get a few laps on the board right now and try and keep the nose clean. Dale Earnhardt Jr. right in behind him. The first man among the leaders who is making his own move is Kenny Wallace. He's taking the Pennzoil car way wide back at about 18. Ron Hornaday having a good day till now. He's in the 14th position, has been in the lead pack most of the day. NASCAR spotters are saying they're seeing some fluid come from the Conseco Pontiac around this racetrack. Actually, that's Conseco's Chevrolet here this weekend, so we'll keep a close watch on Ron Hornaday's situation. Leaders work into turn two. And the man charging on the outside, though a lap down, is Kevin Harvick. He's making moves now on Sterling Marlin. He's got drafting help from Bobby Hamilton. Making progress is Harvick in the outside lane. Got Bobby Hamilton stacked up behind him. Also the cars of Ron Hornaday. Bobby Hamilton Jr. and Jason Leffler all stacked up behind the Harvick car. They're all climbing the banking again right behind those lead automobiles who have gone single file. Harvick is running well. Everybody just trying to hook in behind him. Bobby Hamilton going wide. It opens the middle for Ron Hornaday. Hornaday is there. Sandwiched alongside Rusty Wallace. They're three wide. Tell you what, Ron Hornaday has driven the last six or seven races about as hard as we've seen him since he's been in Winston Cup. Right now, he swings wide as he come down into the dogleg and head back into turn number one. He doesn't know whether to try to get around Kevin Harvick or just draft along with him. They go back to turn two. Right now, that battle in front of him is dead even. It's Sterling Marlin on the bottom. Kevin Harvick topside. Hornaday going with Harvick, but he has no choice right now as Rusty Wallace is alongside him. Sterling Marlin running in the sixth position up alongside the lap traffic. Some cars breaking out of line up front. Todd Bodine started the move. Gets back in line as still Sterling Marlin and Harvick race door to door. We talked early about how you have to be patient. Todd Bodine has led this race. He knows he can get there. He thought about making a move off the corner. He elected not to. A good thing. He probably would have lost about five, if not six or seven spots. They're back off four. Here come the leaders back at the start-finish line as the president of the Talladega Super Speedway, Grant Lynch, joins us here in the booth. Grant uh, came in a few minutes ago, just stood here and started watching for a while. I don't know whether to interview you or not. I think you're just kind of watching the race like the rest of us. Well, it's a good place to watch a race from up here, and I tell you what, it's a great race on the track today. It's a very good race and a very beautiful day here at the Talladega Super Speedway. Once again, big crowd on hand and everything looks so dressed up and nice. You guys have done a super job as usual here at Talladega. Well, thank you. It's hats off to Mike McWilliams and his whole maintenance crew. This place, they keep adding color and flowers and landscaping, and they've made the place just a beautiful racetrack. Do you get a lot of fan mail after fans come here and, and see a race here and you get letters giving you their reaction to what they thought seeing the race the first time at Talladega. Oh, yeah. The, the reaction to the racing on, on the track itself has been so tremendous the past couple of years. And, of course, the campground expansions that we've been going through. You know, we've opened up probably another 120 acres this spring and this fall, and they just love the camping here at Talladega. 
that's the one thing that we were talking about when we came on the air earlier today. When you fly in here on Thursday, or even three or four days before they run the race on Sunday, and, and circle around here, it's amazing how many campers are here. Uh, obviously, they start coming in even a couple of weeks before this race. Well, they do, Barney. And, you know, race fans that are out across America that are having trouble with hotels, well, we have acres and acres and acres of free camping, and then we have acres and acres and acres of reserve camping, so you can take your pick and pick either one. So if hotels are getting you down, come see a race at Talladega. I don't guess it's too soon to start talking about next year's Talladega 500. No, it's not. And uh, they can call today, 256-362 race. We're ready to take your order for next spring's race, and we'll be ready for next fall, too. All right, Grant, thanks a lot for uh, doing a great job here at the racetrack and a great race every time you come to the Talladega Super Speedway. This place is dressed up. Seems like every time we come now, it just gets better and better. On the racetrack, can't get any better for Michael Waltrip. He continues to lead the EA Sports 500 at lap 90 of lap 188. There are now two cars in the garage here at the Talladega Super Speedway. Jeff Purvis has joined Jimmy Spencer. We'll cover that story in a moment. Michael Waltrip continues to lead. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is second. Matt Kenseth third. Todd Bodine fourth. And fifth is Mark Martin. Three laps from halfway. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Michael Waltrip leads the field of the EA Sports 500, crossing the stripe with just one lap before the halfway point. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is still second. Matt Kenseth third. Todd Bodine fourth. And fifth is Mark Martin. I told you Jeff Purvis has gone to the garage. Jason Toy has caught up with him. Well, Jeff, early afternoon for you guys. You had to go to a backup car. What finally put you out? Well, we had some rear-end problems right there at the end. The, uh, um, we had a good pit stop, and I killed the motor, and we dropped the, uh, the jack. And that set us behind. And if you ever lose that lead draft, you're just... Uh, you're basically out of luck. So, uh, you know, we already torn up one this weekend, and it didn't look like it's, you know, it's going to be a caution anytime soon. And, you know, without being able to come in and working on it, there wasn't anything to do but to just park it. Obviously disappointed. That's Jeff Purvis. Right now, Todd Bodine is bringing up toward the front of the field with a chance to get his lap back, Kevin Harvick. He has punched his way all the way up to fourth place at the halfway point. We have just completed the halfway distance in the EA Sports 500. 94 laps are on the board. Let's pick the field up in turn two. It is Rusty or uh, Michael Waltrip at the front, Dale Earnhardt Jr., then Matt Kenseth on the bottom. Todd Bodine on the outside as they race wheel to wheel for third now. Bodine leads the cars in the outside lane, and now trouble. Bodine is in the outside wall. Bodine now crashes up against the outside wall. Everyone down to the inside. Now here comes Elliot Sattler. Sattler will nail Bodine. That one will spin down low. Three cars crashing and colliding on the back straightaway. Caution is on the speedway. The caution will fly as we have an incident just coming off turn number two and down the middle of the back straightaway. Let's go back over there. Hard to tell what happened, Barney. All of a sudden, Todd Bodine was turned into the outside wall. He did a great job of keeping the car up against the outside fence. Everyone, a majority of the field, got down by the inside lanes, except for Elliot Sadler. He got turned up into Bodine on the outside wall. Casey Atwood also collected the cars of Bodine. Elliot Sadler and Casey Atwood are at rest over here in turn three. So three cars we know of having a problem over there and getting into the outside wall was Todd Bodine. The caution displayed to the field at lap 95 as they came back around. We are under caution for the first time this afternoon. Dave Moody, did you have an eye on that also? Well, it was hard to tell from this vantage point, Barney, but it looked like Todd Bodine got some help from behind. May have got booted, turned sideways into the wall, and after that it was just scattered as they raced the back straight away. All three drivers Drivers have climbed from their cars over there. Todd Bodine is now getting out of his machine, which is up against the outside retaining wall. The cars of uh, Elliot Sadler and Casey Atwood down on the grass. Those two drivers as well climbing out of their cars. Kevin Harvick raced the leader back to the stripe and got back 
on the lead lap. So he was the recipient of that caution flag as it came out. We've had 10 lead changes among nine drivers so far today. A very competitive race just at the halfway point. This is our first caution of the day, which came out on lap 94 when those three drivers were involved in the back straightaway. Todd Bodine, Elliot Sadler, and Casey Atwood. Michael Waltrip is the race leader. Michael took the lead on lap 53. He's led a total of 44 laps today. He's led the most laps in today's race. Just a little contact over there. It appeared, we have the benefit of a replay, that it could have been the 17 car of Matt Kenseth that might have just touched over there as uh, they brush the wall and collect a couple of other cars in the form of Casey Atwood and also Elliott Sadler. But the result is we are under the yellow flag for the first time this afternoon at lap 94. Should see some pit stops coming up. Let's quickly say a word to Rich Harbecker of R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company and Sports Marketing Enterprises. This is a No Bull 5 event, and there are some folks with uh, keen eyes on what's going on with the possibility of winning a million bucks today. Right, Joe. This is our final Winston Noble 5 of the year. Um, we've had one winner so far, and uh, hopefully we can hand out some uh, good money today. All right, let's talk about that in a moment. First, let's go to pit road, Winston Kelly. All right, Johnny Benson on pit road. Sterling Marlin's going to be four tires for Marlin. See if anybody decides that they're going to take two. Everybody so far, the midsection of pit road. It looks like it's going to be four tire changes all the way around at Jim Phillips. And we've got uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. in down here. Winston Law with Jeff Gordon. Michael Waltrip is in. Also Bobby Hamilton Jr. Matt Kenseth. Ward Burton in. Kenny Wallace in. All in. Tires and fuel. Now Kyle Petty peels out of the pits. Now let's wing it down to Jason Toy. Ricky Craven in on this into pit road. Also, Joe Nemechek in as well. All four tires. Rusty Wallace, Jeff Burton all in. Bobby Labonte in as well. Also in Tony Stewart. Earlier on, though, staying out, Dave Blaney, who did not get full fuel in the first pit stop, came in on lap 87. He elected to stay out this time around. And the race off pit road will be won by Dale Earnhardt Jr. He comes out first. Mark Martin gets out right behind him. The third car off pit road will be Michael Waltrip, followed by Bobby Labonte and Sterling Marlin. But Robert Presley stayed on the racetrack. He will take over the lead here on lap number 96. Jason Leffler also stays out. He has the second spot. Then it's Earnhardt Jr., the first of those who came in. Mark Martin fourth and Michael Waltrip fifth. While cleanup is still underway on the back straightaway, let's again uh, talk with Rich Heiberger here about the five drivers in the Noble Five. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is running third. Rusty Wallace is eighth. Ricky Rudd is 19th. Dale Jarrett is 21st. And Kevin Harvick is 32nd. You're about to tell us about the race fans who stand to win some big bucks today. Right. We have uh, the five fans are Jeff Campbell, who's from Missouri, uh, Kerry Richter from Ohio, Karen Gould is with us from Maryland today, uh, Daniel Lewis with, uh, is from California, and Deborah Crobe is from Dallas, Texas. So those five fans, uh, I, I might just mention real quickly, Campbell is paired with Harvick, uh, Kerry Richter has Dale Earnhardt Jr., uh, Karen Gould is with Dale Jarrett, Daniel Lewis has Rusty Wallace, and Deborah Cobb is with Rusty, uh, excuse me, Ricky Rudd. And, of course, the ultimate deal is to win the million bucks. But even if they don't do that, you guys put on a great weekend for these folks. Right. Uh, they come in on Friday. Uh, we take them out to dinner on Friday evening. Yesterday, uh, they get a chance to tour the area. Uh, visit some interesting sites. They come out this morning. They went through the garage. They met the drivers. They got a lot of autographs and pictures and so forth. So it's an experience that they won't uh, forget in their lifetime. The No Bull 5 program has been greatly received by the fans and by the drivers alike. Everybody likes what's going on. Is it going to stay the same for next year, same racetracks? Yes, Joe. We announced a couple weeks ago that uh, we really like where we are right now, and we feel like uh, we're going to stick with it for another year and, and, and let the fans enjoy those five races again. We're going to be in Las Vegas, Charlotte, uh, Daytona in July, Richmond, and then Talladega again next fall. It's a great program, Rich, and uh, you guys get ready to write some checks. You might be doing it today. 
We'd like to, Jeff. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks a lot for your support of NASCAR Winston Cup Racing. Rich Hobbegger from Sports Marketing Enterprises and R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company as runner caution for the first time this afternoon in the EA Sports 500. Today's broadcast of the EA Sports 500 is brought to you on MRN Radio by 76 Gasoline, makers of the official fuel of NASCAR, by Craftsman, the official tool of NASCAR, CART, and the NHRA, by Wix Filters, the number one filter in NASCAR, and by Team Monte Carlo. Chevy will be there. We are still under caution from an incident over in the back straightaway just a moment ago involving uh, Todd Bodine, Elliot Sadler, and Casey Atwood's machines, and we'll get you an update there in a moment. Let's check in with Jason Toy. See if well, we caught up with Elliot Sadler, who's down here walking out of the infield care center. Elliot, what happened out there? Uh, looked like somebody running the back of the 66. Um, I think it was a 29 car again. Yeah, it's kind of same story, just different week. Just kind of knock them out as you get to them, I guess, kind of racing. But uh, I just feel sorry for everybody involved with our team, Motocraft and everybody. It's just... We were just kind of riding around trying to stay out of the wreck, and we got in it. We just slowed down, and uh, somebody got in the back of us. But just the way it goes. You know, it's just a tough race. Try to make up some points next week. All right, that's Elliot Sadler. We'll grab her over with Todd Bodine here in just a moment. Todd Bodine taken out in that crash. Also, Casey Atwood was involved in that crash. All three of those cars appear to be out of the race, along with Jimmy Spencer, who fell out early this afternoon with mechanical problems, and Jeff Purvis, who had a rear-end problem that put him out of the race. A couple other stops taking place down along the pit lane. Let's go down to Jim Phillips. Well, we had uh, down here. We've had Kenny Schrader in. Uh, Hood's been up. Uh, we told, told you about his problems. He's just uh, not running up to speed today. They've worked on it. Worked on the right front that time, and sent him back out on the racetrack. Now, a moment ago, Robert Presley brought his car to pit road. He did not pit a little bit earlier when the caution first came out. He led a few laps, and now he has made his pit stop. So that's going to move Jason Leffler up into the lead. Jason also elected to stay on the racetrack. He is yet to pit. It will move Dale Earnhardt Jr. up to second. Mark Martin is third. Michael Waltrip is fourth. And Bobby Labonte is fifth. Sterling Marlin is sixth. Seventh right now is Rusty Wallace. And eighth is Matt Kenseth. Jeff Burton is ninth. Ward Burton is tenth. The 11th position belongs to Bobby Hamilton Jr., 12th, Robbie Gordon, Kenny Wallace, 13th, Joe Nemechek, 14th, and Johnny Benson, 15th. Let's go back downstairs. Todd Bodine just walked out of the infield care center, stands down here and talking with some of his crew and some of the other members of the media. Todd, first of all, you're able to walk out. What happened? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, well, I just, <laughs> pretty obvious guy running into from behind. Uh, uh, that's the second time Kevin's done that to me. He did the same thing at Daytona in a bush race. Uh, it's a shame the Kmart Blue Light Special was awesome. Uh, we were just up there biding our time, uh, riding around. Uh, that car's never qualified well, but it's always raced like a champ. And, you know, we had a shot for a top five finish. And uh, it's a shame that uh, one bonehead move and you got a wreck with three guys out of the race and three, well, one junk race car. Mine's totaled. But uh, it's a shame. Uh, Kevin's a good kid. He just, I don't know what we got to do to calm him down. All right, that's Todd Bodine. Also report Casey Atwood was able to walk away uh, from the infield care center as well. But Elliot Sadler sustained heavy front-end damage. It's going to be a lot of work for the Motocraft Ford if he's going to be able to get back out today. Can't make any mistakes here at Talladega in the way they run traffic here. Just so close together, inches apart. If anybody makes a mistake, a lot of cars are going to pay the price. I'm watching the replay over there a minute ago. I was surprised we didn't collect 10 or 15 cars in that one. There was a lot of cars stacked up just behind those three that could have very easily piled in. And, you know, the, the thought process is completely different from where we were last week at Martinsville where you, you kind of plan on leaning on one another. Bumping and banging is part of the race. Here, you can't hardly get close to anybody without putting them in a spin, taking the air off the spoiler. If you bump the car just a little bit, it gets turned sideways. You're going so fast. 
that it doesn't take but a little bit to get you knocked sideways. And when you do, typically because of the big packs they run in, you're going to collect more than one or two cars. Yeah, it's kind of like Bristol. There's very few single-car accidents at Talladega. Same thing up at Bristol, Tennessee. Going to be a while before it looks like we'll go back to green. I believe they are cleaning up in the back straightaway, and now they're getting the indication they'll get green next time by. Mike Bagley, they uh, apparently came out and blew quite a bit of debris and everything off that racetrack over there. Yeah, Barney, the safety crews came out on the track. They removed all three vehicles from turn three. Then the blower came out and blew the back straightaway, got all the debris off. As a matter of fact, as we speak, the jet dryer has come to a halt on the back stretch. They've turned it off, and now they've backed the truck in midway down the back straightaway over here. At the conclusion of today's race, Gatorade presents the Gatorade Front Runner Award of $10,000 to the eligible driver who leads the most laps in this race. Gatorade, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. As we get ready to go back to green, we gave you the way they're running at least through the top 20 there. Let's take you a little bit further back. In 21st is Tony Stewart. 22nd is Mike Wallace. 23rd on this restart will be Kevin LePage. 24th is Brett Bodine. Robert Presley is 25th. Bill Elliott is 26th. Bobby Hamilton will restart 27th. Stacey Compton, 28th. Terry Labonte, 29th. Ricky Craven, 30th. Dave Blaney, 31st. And Kevin Harvick, 32nd. Then Kenny Schrader, 33rd. Kurt Busch, 34th. John Andretti, 35th. Ron Hornaday, 36th. Jerry Nadeau, 37th. Hutt Strickland, 38th. And the other cars that are in the garage area, 39th, uh, will finish 39th. Todd Bodine, Elliot Sadler, Casey Atwood, Jeff Purvis, and Jimmy Spencer. That's a look at the Napa leaderboard. Napa, we keep America running. 30 cars on the lead lap now. Out of the race, the machines of Ron Hornaday, Todd Bodine, Elliot Sadler, Casey Atwood, Jeff Purvis, and Jimmy Spencer. It is Jason Leffler back at the front of the field. He led earlier back around lap 37, led for two circuits between 37 and 39. Since that time, there's been six other drivers to take their turn at the front of the pack. Left a little bit off sequence with the other drivers as far as their pit stops are concerned. But right now, he's the man in charge to look for the green flag to come out once again. Dale Earnhardt Jr. behind him. Mark Martin is third. Fourth is Michael Waltrip. And fifth now, Bobby Labonte, who hasn't really been in the mix up front for the majority of this day. But now he's there in the fifth position as we get ready for the green flag and to get it back underway at lap 101. Pace car is on pit road. They will go back green at lap 101. As Joe told you, that'll give us 87 laps to go to complete the EA Sports 500. Here they come, down to the line. Green flag goes back in the air. And Jason Leffler riding behind Dave Blaney's machine, the lap car, who's on the tail end of the lead lap directly ahead. They double up as they hit turn one. Blaney fighting to stay on, stay on the tail end of that lead circuit. Leffler now will have his hands full of Kevin Harvick. Harvick trying to get back on the lead lap is going to give him a hard run as they still try to wind him up to full song as they hit the back straightaway. Kevin Harvick trying to get back on the uh, lead lap now. will lose ground to the race leader. Jason Leffler will clear him on the back stretch. Now here's Leffler. He'll go to work on Blaney. But here comes Dale Jr. out of the pocket to the outside and to the lead in turn three. Dale Jr. says enough of all this traffic. He will go to the lead and take the high side of the racetrack to do so. He's got Mark Martin right there in the mix. Michael Waltrip also working his way through race traffic. Bobby Labonte as well. They string out off turn number four. Earnhardt cleanly in the lead. Earnhardt hasn't led since lap four. Here he comes to the front of the pack once again at lap 102. Earnhardt Jr. Mark Martin slips up in line in the second spot now. Michael Waltrip to third. Bobby Labonte fourth. And Jason Leffler slides back into fifth. Bobby Labonte trying to work the outside of the Dave Blaine.
Blaney machine. He's got a rear view mirror full of Sterling Marlin right behind him. Rusty Wallace and Jeff Burton as the leaders sail on the bottom of the racetrack. Dale Jr. dies for the bottom. Here comes Mark Martin. He's taking a peek down to the inside. He can't make the move happen. Now Michael Waltrip changes lanes. Goes outside. Now back to the inside. While Bobby Labonte begins to advance. Labonte is going for second to the outside lane. Bobby Labonte stays outside of Mark Martin. They're wheel to wheel side by side. They work off the corner. Still neither man has an edge. Dale Earnhardt Jr. continues to lead. He's down low. Right behind him. Everybody looking for an opening. And here comes Labonte to the outside. Bobby Labonte who hasn't made a whole lot of noise in the early part of the event here this afternoon suddenly becomes a strong player in that outside groove. He's alongside Mark Martin. Will take second place away. Sterling Marlin in that Dodge gives him a boost going into turn number one. They may be able to get the lead away from Earnhardt Jr. in turn two. Bobby Labonte letting it ride on the wild side right now. Top side of Talladega makes the run. He is side by side with Martin. Now gets a big push off the back straightaway and he'll go after Earnhardt. Now Earnhardt changes lanes. Earnhardt to the outside. Labonte tries to go higher. Marlin trying to squeeze out there. Here comes Labonte to the outside lane. They're side by side for the lead. They give each other some running room. Bobby Labonte keeps that machine wound up. The interstate batteries entry stays high. But then he cannot keep it wound up and up to work against that draft that works down low. He calls it to Earnhardt Jr. to the inside with Rusty Wallace helping him along. Earnhardt Jr. holds off the charge for now, but Bobby Labonte is still in the pack. May come back and challenge yet again. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. White Knuckle Weekend is underway at the Talladega Super Speedway. MRN Radio here to cover the EA Sports 500 for you. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Dave Moody, Mike Bagley, and Eli Gold are covering the action for us throughout the turns here today. Along the pit lane, Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Jason Toy. Great race for the lead side-by-side in turn four. Just like last lap, Bobby Labonte is high, Earnhardt Jr. is low, but this time Labonte is able to keep his machine wound up. It's a serious challenge for the lead. Well, they come back down to the trial, we'll both cars at the front of the pack, first and second, have plenty of drafting help and all of a sudden a third lane forms up on the outside as Bobby Labonte grabs the lead away, going to turn number one, takes it away from Earnhardt, but here comes that third lane as they go to turn two. And Sterling Marlin has taken it to the high line. He wants to go three deep. It is Earnhardt on the inside of the Chevrolet. It is Labonte on the outside of the Pontiac and Jeff Burton the Ford. And they're four wide deep in the field. Meanwhile up front, still double wide. A couple of Chevys now, down low is Dale Jr. He'll flash to the outside of Bobby Labonte's Pontiac and take the lead in three. And then Jeff Burton sees the opening. He'll tuck to the inside of Bobby Labonte. Grab second spot away. Labonte has to gamely pedal as hard as he can to stay in third. The fans watching to see who'll go with whom. Earnhardt Jr. leads two by two behind him. Here comes Bobby Labonte again putting the charge on the outside lane. This time, no drafting help. So Earnhardt Jr. will hold him off. Jeff Burton goes into line in the second spot. 106 of 188 laps are complete. The lead has changed three times in the last three laps. It was Bobby Labonte on lap 105, Dale Earnhardt Jr. on 106. Labonte again squeezes out in front as they cross the line on lap 107. We told you Ron Hornaday is in the garage. Jason Toys called him. Well, Ron, I know you're hoping to have a better luck with the uh, run of the Monte Carlo here today. What finally put you out? Uh, uh, my stupidity, I guess. Uh, just We just had a real good car and we needed to make it up in the pits, and I uh, just drove, drove it in, overshot the pits, lit all the brakes, and went to put it in reverse, and I uh, jumped off the clutch, and it snapped something in the transmission. Uh, my fault. These guys are working their guts out of this Conseco Pontiac, and I'm proud of them. Put this car together in four weeks, and uh, it, it was a real good race car. I mean, the thing would get to the front, and it'd actually stay up there, so I'm happy. If I didn't do no stupid mistakes, uh, we wouldn't be here, but uh, excited. 
uh, I got to thank GM and what they've done and let us do coming here. So uh, excited uh, to even come out here and run as well as we did. Thoughts of Ron Hornaday, transmission problems putting the Casico Monte Carlo out here this afternoon. Hey, well, he is a hard racer, and it's a tough luck, and it's a big man that will admit his own mistakes here, and Ron does it this afternoon. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Well, Bobby Labonte has led the last three laps, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. is right there with him. Kenny Wallace is up to third place now. Fourth is Michael Waltrip. Fifth is Mike Wallace. They're in turn one. Wallace has a rearview mirror now full of Jeff Burton, then Mark Martin, as those cars have broken away a bit. Behind them, two wide for position. Matt Kenseth down low on Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon now getting the advantage of the high side. He's got drafting help there from Rusty Wallace. While Kenseth gets drafting assistance from Sterling, Marlin, and others. Still double wide to three. They're all so strong at this stage of the afternoon. They're going to hook up again, you just know, and chase down that lead pack of machines. Here they come off the corner. Before long, the leaders will deal with some lapped machines as they work off turn four. Still, Bobby Labonte, the leader. When they come back down to the line, there will be 77 laps to go for leader Bobby Labonte and the rest of the field. A couple of times we've been here to Talladega, Bobby Labonte just kind of lingered around back midway toward the tail end of the field, and every time he has been able to get himself back up to the front. Not the case this afternoon. He's decided to get up there and stay there. That's where he is now as they go to turn two. Lots of different strategies, Barney, but they've all worked so far for Bobby Labonte. He's got a rearview mirror full of Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Kenny Wallace. Labonte changes lanes, goes to the bottom of the racetrack. Earnhardt Jr. in his tired tracks. Kenny Wallace there as well. Checking on that battle now. Jeff Gordon loses ground. Here comes Johnny Benson, Bobby Hamilton ganging up on Jeff Gordon to three. They're all trying, working on Jeff Gordon as they work the banking. Bobby Hamilton looked for some running room. Robbie Gordon is in the middle of a mix as well. He watches from a respectful distance. The leaders swing by the John Andretti and Hutt Strickland machines as they go back to the line. Single file among the front 12 machines as they come back down to the start-finish line. Couple of guys looking out of line. Here goes Michael Waltrip all the way down on the apron, trying to get a run on Kenny Wallace. Gets back in line. Single file back to one. Michael trying to find some room below the yellow line. Kenny Wallace was right down on the bottom. Michael forced to lift out. Fall back in line in the number four position. They'll maintain straight train for Single file, the leaders will work this time. Down the back straight away, the first seven, maybe eight cars all nose to tail. First side-by-side battle further back. Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon racing there. Also throwing the lap car of Kurt Busch as they race to three. But Bobby Labonte continues strong. We've seen him run well down low. We've seen him power for the lead to the high side of the racetrack. Back at around 15th position, slipping to the high side, Jason Leffler. That will cost him a couple, maybe three spots, and the leaders go by him. Update you on the No Bull 5 drivers who have a shot for that extra million dollars this afternoon as they come back down to the line and head off into turn number one single file for the moment. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is second. Rusty Wallace, another eligible driver, is 13th. Ricky Rudd is 15th. Dale Jarrett's all the way back to 29th, and Kevin Harvick is 32nd. And speaking of Ricky Rudd, we haven't talked a lot about him this afternoon, Joe. He's been kind of from mid-pack on back, hasn't been able to advance that close to the front. Started back in the 23rd position, and uh, Ricky Rudd, as you said, now running in the 15th spot, hoping to make up some ground. But it seems like the last several weeks, as we were talking earlier, every time something goes wrong for Jeff Gordon, if he has a bad day, it seems that something happens to Ricky Rudd. At Martinsville last week, Gordon was kind of plowing along back in about the 15th position, couldn't seem to move up a whole lot. Ricky Rudd was about to take over the lead when they had an engine problem. He fell out of the race. That's been repeated several times throughout this year. Right now that uh, gap at the championship point standings, 334 points. This could be the last big bullet 
that Jeff Gordon has to dodge towards getting that fourth championship win. Right now he rides in the 11th position, but he's got plenty of company, Dave Moody. Indeed he does. Kurt Busch on the inside trying to hold off the Bobby Hamilton machine. Right behind Busch is Robbie Gordon. Ricky Rudd on the outside in tow with Hamilton. Ricky Rudd trying to make some moves in the outside lane. Can't make it happen. While up front, Dale Jr. had thoughts of going for the lead. Instead, he'll push Bobby Labonte off the end of the back straightaway. They continue their own private battle as Bobby Labonte still shows the way as he has for the last 10 laps or so here at Talladega. Further back again to Ricky Rudd. He goes way high. In fact, goes too wide. Stacy Compton will sneak by to his inside. So too does Buckshot Jones. Maybe even Kyle Petty. Yeah, Ricky's tried a couple of times to get something going down in the inside lane and the outside lane, but it seems like every time he gets up there and gets with a group of cars that begin to move, he gets kind of shuffled out. He does the same thing this time as they go to turn one. It costs him a bunch of spots, and the slide is not done yet as once again he skates up the banking, opens the door. Stacy Compton slides underneath him to the inside. Here comes Kyle Petty. Off turn two now. Here they come racing down the back straightaway. Kyle Petty makes the move down to the inside of the racetrack, but now Kyle's left out with no drafting help. That's the top five, six, seven, eight, all single file to three. It is single file climbing the banking among the top automobiles. That battle with Kyle and the rest working back at around 15th place. The front eight now trying to sort themselves out to the low side of the racetrack. They do. Off turn four, still Bobby Labonte by a car length and a half. Bobby Labonte all by himself down on the inside of the racetrack as Dale Earnhardt Jr swings wide, tries to get Kenny Wallace to come with him and mount a challenge to the top spot. 16 lead changes among 11 drivers so far today. Only one caution period for a total of six laps. 37 cars still running out of the starting field of 43. Bobby Labonte, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kenny Wallace, that's the front three. Michael Waltrip is fourth. Mike Wallace is fifth. Sixth is Jeff Burton. Seventh is Robbie Gordon. Eighth is Bobby Hamilton. Ninth is Mark Martin. And tenth is Matt Kenseth. This mid-race update brought to you by MB Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to MBNA.com or when you attend a Winston Cup or Bush Series race, stop by the familiar MBNA green booth and mention MRN for a second free gift just for applying. Dale Earnhardt Jr. really gave Bobby Labonte a fit down the back straightaway and also through three and four. In fact, he got up alongside for just a moment and Bobby pulls him coming out of turn number four. Now they're out front, single file, double wide from third place on back as they go to turn two. Mike Wallace making ground in the outside lane. He's got drafting help from Kurt Busch and Robbie Gordon. Wallace now to the outside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. They're side by side. For the, the, outla- the outside lane, that is, begins to advance. Michael Waltrip, or actually Mike Wallace now with drafting help, pulls up alongside Dale Jr. Now he's inching up alongside Bobby Labonte. This would be the challenge for the lead. And if you can see through that windshield, you'll see Mike Wallace smiling broad. He's got a machine to go to the front. He is there. He draws to the outside of Bobby Labonte. Wallace keeps it wound up. Here they come all four. Wallace trying to lead the EA Sports 500. Mike Wallace driving the mobile one forward, trying to take control here at Talladega. Up alongside Bobby Labonte. Here they come to the stripe. Labonte holds off by just a couple of inches. Dale Earnhardt Jr. settles in line. He picks up the third spot of the line. Mike Wallace is second. Earnhardt Jr. is third. Kenny Wallace fourth. And Robbie Gordon now is running fifth. Bobby Labonte still out front of the EA Sports 500. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is second. Kenny Wallace is third. Then double wide from fourth on back in turn two. Add Robbie Gordon's name to the top five for the first time this afternoon. 
as he surges around the outside of Michael Waltrip. And Gordon has drafting help. Now Bobby Hamilton darts out of line. Now Gordon finds himself in the middle. Here's Hamilton to the outside. He's racing up alongside Jeff Burton to three. They try and work some opening room there, but nothing options itself for Bobby Jr. He'll go high, then he comes down a little bit. Middle groove occupied by Robbie Gordon. He's the meat in the sandwich right now. Up front, here comes Earnhardt Jr. and Lapani, and here comes Kenny Wallace tightly in third. Yeah, trying to work over the leader and get around him. There's no place to go at the bottom of the racetrack, but he protected the bottom groove. Bobby Labonte did. Swung out a little bit wide. Earnhardt Jr. stayed with him out there. As they go back to turn number one, it's single file among the front five. Double wide from their back. Back around seventh place is the f- best battle. It's Mark Martin down on the bottom of the racetrack. Bobby Hamilton on the outside. Hamilton's got some drafting help from Robbie Gordon. And behind them, now they're three wide as Matt Kenseth finds himself on the bottom. Jeff Gordon in the middle. Up top is the car of Bobby Hamilton Jr. Still, they're three wide. Now squeezing four wide as Hutch Strickland is off the pace on the inside. Hutch Strickland's machine been bothered by some problems in the power plant area this afternoon. He now stays out of everybody's way as the leaders come by because of that slower car. No chance for anybody to get out of line, at least not for the moment. Single file, the leaders. Ron today has brought his car out of the garage, continues in the race. Some 30 laps down. Here come the leaders back to the line. Bobby the Bonnie with Dale Earnhardt Jr. peeking to the outside momentarily. And Kenny Wallace also waiting for somebody to move over. Kenny Wallace, who always seems to be around the front of the pack in the late laps at Talladega in the past few years, has the Pennzoil Chevrolet solidly in third. But he's got some company from Michael Walter. Walter took a peek to the inside. Now he'll get back in line as the front four race single file. Side by side for fifth now. Jeff Burton with drafting help from Robbie Gordon will lose the battle to Mike Wallace and Bobby Hamilton. They will flash by in the outside lane. This battle's going to continue for quite a while longer now as the leaders go to the high side of the banking. They'll work that way to get around John Andretti's automobile. He will occupy the inside groove. So again, as was the case last lap when Hutt Strickland was there, now with Andretti, nobody can make a move. There will be 64 laps to go when they cross the line as they come down and head back off into turn number one for Bobby Labonte. He's had a challenge three or four times from a couple of cars, been able to hold him off. I think I remember, Joe, we were talking a moment ago, Kenny Wallace, I'd forgotten that he finished second to the late Dale Earnhardt here when they had such a tremendous run the final couple of laps of this race. Yeah, he was driving for Andy Petrie Racing in the Square D Chevrolet in that particular event and uh, came real close to picking up his first career NASCAR Winston Cup win in this race last year. Back up to the front of the pack once again in the third spot as they head to turn three. Working up the banking this time, the leaders hold their positions. Michael uh, Waltrip now holding the inside groove against Bobby Hamilton. They will battle back at fourth and fifth. Jeff Burton also in the equation, running back there in sixth. Back out of the garage comes Ron Hornaday, and the leaders close it on him. Now Ron Hornaday brought his car back out of the racetrack to pick up as many laps as he can and get a few points. Here at the start-finish line, again, Dale Earnhardt Jr. looks like almost every time he crosses here, he wants to dive down to the inside. Bobby Labonte just simply gets down there and blocks the lane. They go back to turn two. So far this afternoon, Barney, they've been the model of etiquette and decorum, but the later it gets, the more authority is going to be behind those moves. Earnhardt right in the tire tracks to the back straightaway. Front four cars, single file again, side-by-side for fifth. This time, Mike Wallace finds himself in the inside lane. Bobby Hamilton goes by. He'll grab the spot. Now here comes Jeff Gordon 
back to the front. And again, Mike Wallace still trying to cover whatever positions he has there, but Gordon goes to the high side, keeps it wound up. Here come others, including Rusty Wallace. He's in the mix. Robbie Gordon is in the middle of that pack as well. It's all going on from sixth on back. Side by side, the head of that pack for the sixth position. It is Jeff Gordon on the outside of Mike Wallace. Front four cars, nose to tail. Let's take a look at the Napa leaderboard here with 62 to go. It's Bobby Labonte leading the way. Dale Earnhardt Jr. second. Kenny Wallace third. Michael Waltrip fourth. And fifth is Bobby Hamilton. Jeff Gordon runs in sixth. Seventh is Mike Wallace. Eighth is Rusty Wallace. Ninth is Robbie Gordon. And tenth is Johnny Benson. Jeff Burton runs in eleventh. Mark Martin is twelfth. Matt Kenseth thirteenth. Kyle Petty is fourteenth. Bobby Hamilton Jr. is fifteenth. Buckshot Jones in the sixteenth spot now with Jason Leffler seventeenth. Eighteenth is Ward Burton. Nineteenth is Robert Presley. And twentieth is Sterling Marlin. Kevin LePage in the twenty-first position. Stacy Compton is twenty-second. Ricky Rudd is twenty-third. Terry Labonte twenty-fourth. Tony Stewart is now in twenty-fifth. Twenty-sixth is Brett Bodine. Twenty-seventh is Bill Elliott. Twenty-eighth is Joe Nemechek. Twenty-ninth is Dale Jarrett. And thirtieth is Ricky Craven. Those are the cars on the lead lap. One down is Kevin Harvick. He's in thirty-first. Kurt Busch is thirty-second. Dave Blaney thirty-third. Ken Schrader thirty-fourth. Thirty-fifth is John Andretti. Thirty-sixth is Jerry Nadeau. Hunt Strickland thirty-seventh. Thirty-eighth is Ron Hornaday. Out of the race, Todd Bodine, Elliot Sadler, Casey Atwood, Jeff Purvis, and Jimmy Spencer. It's a look at the Napa leaderboard at lap 127 of 188. Napa, we keep America running. We have a new leader in the EA Sports 500. Bobby Hamilton took over control, getting by Bobby Labonte, and we're under caution. For only the second time this afternoon, NASCAR spotters found some debris on the racing surface just at the exit of the pit lane. So the caution comes out for only the second time today. Here on lap 130, everyone slows on the back straightaway. And Jim Phillips, I suppose we'll see everyone on pit road now. Uh, Yes, we will, Joe. Uh, Everybody's getting ready down here on this end. Put on uh, tires and fuel. Uh, will be interesting to see whether they take uh, two or four this particular junction of the race. And Weston Kelly, a little bit earlier, we heard a report down there that Bobby Hamilton's engine might be overheating a little bit. They were putting water in it, and Hamilton has grabbed the lead. He's been up in the front of the pack. Any late word on any, any indication of if they got that problem cured? Yeah, they did, Barney. We just talked to Jimmy Ellidge, the crew chief. During that last caution flag, they brought him back down pit road for an extra stop, put the hood up, and put some water in the machine. Just talking with Jimmy, he said the temperature is fine on that machine. So he's good to go. They're getting ready to bring him down pit road. And as the field goes up into turns three and four, getting ready to dive into the pits, we're looking to see how many cars are showing on the lead lap, and I believe there are 30. Dale Jarrett is the final car on the lead lap as they get ready to come down. Bobby Hamilton is the leader. Mike Wallace is second. Jeff Gordon is third. Bobby Labonte is fourth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fifth as they get ready to pit. Then Rusty Wallace is up to sixth. Kenny Wallace is seventh. Bobby Hamilton Jr. is eighth. Jason Leffler would be ninth. And Michael Waltrip would be tenth. It's been a pretty typical Talladega race. Been a very competitive one. 17 lead champions. Changes among 11 different drivers here today, and uh, Bobby Hamilton taking over the top spot for only the second time in the race. He last led back on lap 11 and now leads the field as they hit the pit lane and come down for stops at what will be lap 131. Bobby Hamilton leads the pack in. Mike Wallace second, Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, and Dale Hart Jr. Let's cover the leader stop. Now the pit lane brought to you by McDonald's Drive-Thru. It's going to be right side tires first. See if we got anybody that takes on two tires. Not for Bobby Hamilton, the race leader. Further down pit road, Mark Martin is in. Terry Labonte. Also, more cars coming out pit road. Dale Jarrett with four tires and gasoline. Hamilton beats Bobby Labonte out just by a car link. Now to Jim Phillips. And Dale Hart Jr. is going to beat him out. So it's Jeff Gordon are in the mix to try to beat him out. Mike, Mike Wallace, Waltrip uh, took on four tires. And Robert 
Jennifer Presley peeling out of the pits. Bobby Hamilton Jr. also in down here. Matt Kenseth, Ward Burton, Kenny Wallace in. All four tires and fuel along with Kyle Petty. Now let's swing it down to Jason Toy. Ricky Craven came in. Four tires for his Ford. Also in on this end of pit road. Bill Elliott in. Also got a nice cold bottle of water. Also Joe Nemechek was in. Also Rusty Wallace with a lightning fast pit stop. Believe two tires only for Bobby Labonte. We'll clarify that for you. He was awfully quick on his pit stop. Also Brett Bodine. Tony Stewart was in as well. And Michael Waltrip with a, excuse me, Mike Wallace with a 19.6 pit stop for him in his Ford. And the race off pit road is going to be won by Earnhardt Jr. Bobby Hamilton comes out right behind him in second, then Bobby Labonte, then it looks like it will be Mike Wallace, followed by Jeff Gordon. Today's broadcast of the EA Sports 500 is brought to you on MRN Radio by Husqvarna. Tough name, tough equipment. For the dealer nearest you, call 1-800-HUSKY-62. By Ford, the official truck of NASCAR, built Ford tough. By Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. And by Pfizer, where life is our life's work. Still under caution. They cleaned up the debris. Everybody has been on pit road, getting ready to go back to green here very shortly. And Jim Phillips, uh, we were talking on the commercial break. We were saying they could go somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 laps, and they had 57 laps to go when most of them came off pit road. What's the situation going to be there, you think? Well, I think some uh, might come back in and top off this time, Barney, uh, this time around. And we're, we're working under caution right now, but uh, uh, I think some of these teams will gamble. I mean, the, the Roush cars always get great gas mileage. The Gibbs cars get good gas mileage, so uh, I think we're going to have a gamble if it goes green the rest of the way on uh, some of these teams. And Dale Jarrett just now comes down pit road. It's partly a gas strategy situation, and they also wanted to get out front and lead and get those five Winston Cup bonus points, so they're putting on four tires and fuel, and Jim, just as you said, here comes a ton of guys down pit road. Johnny Benson here on the midsection. Kevin Harvick, also Buckshot Jones. All these guys coming in. Terry Labonte topping off with fuel. Jason Toy. Ricky Craven, Bill Elliott all in for a final fuel stop as well. Ricky Craven taking a little bit longer on that left rear. Also in, Dave Blaney came in this time. Tony Stewart came in. An update for you on Bobby Labonte. They did take four tires. They just had a lightning fast pit stop of 14.6 seconds. They believe they have enough fuel to go the rest of the way. So these guys who came in and made this stop to uh, tap, uh, top it off should be able to go the rest of the way, possibly. So I have a whole better chance of doing it than the guys who did not come in. But you never know how this thing's going to shake out. It could very well turn into a uh, fuel gamble situation. I could well have a couple more cautions where this thing's over with 55 to go. Tell you what, uh, I thought we were going to have a couple of cautions even before this one came out from some contact because a lot of guys were getting antsy as you wind down to the final part of the race always here at Talladega. Guys that have had patience all day suddenly start saying, well, I haven't been up there there maybe any closer than 10th. Let me see if I can get a little closer to the front. So they start taking a few more chances, and we're going to see a lot of that in the next 40 or 50 laps. And by this stage of the race, they know what the car is going to do in given situations, and so maybe they've been waiting for these closing laps to see if they can make the moves that they've been thinking about making all day. Well, next weekend, the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, along with the NASCAR Bush Series and the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, all move out west to the Phoenix International Raceway. MRN Radio will be there as well to bring you the Chevy Silverado 150 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race. That is next Friday afternoon, starting at 6 Eastern Time. We'll have the Outback Steakhouse 200 NASCAR Bush Series race next Saturday, 2.30 Eastern Time, and the Checker Auto Parts 500 NASCAR Winston Cup race next Sunday at 2 Eastern Time. Our coverage begins with Bud Pole qualifying on Friday afternoon 
afternoon, starting at 4.30 Eastern. From there, it's on to The Rock, the North Carolina Speedway for the Pop Secret Microwave Popcorn 400 and the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series that weekend at the California Speedway. Ticket offices are open at both these tracks. Make your plans to join us if you can. If not, we'll have them for you here on MRN Radio. About to get the green flag and go back to full song racing here at Talladega Super Speedway this afternoon. Coming down to the line, Earnhardt Jr. sees the green. He tries to get gone from Bobby Hamilton in a hurry. Pulls away a couple of car lengths. A lot of cars. Lap machines down to the inside as the leader races off to turn one. And Bobby Hamilton still trying to get that thing up through the gearbox as they are slow to come to speed here at Talladega. It is Dale Earnhardt Jr. having some trouble getting around the lap car of Kurt Busch. That allows Hamilton to close right up on his back bumper. Here they come off turn two. Earnhardt and Hamilton. And then the lap car of Kevin Harvick slides up into the line. Then they're side-by-side behind them. Jeff Gordon finds himself in the middle lane while everybody to the outside, including Bobby Labonte. Now Mike Wallace is trying to mount a charge on Jeff Gordon. They're all working around the race traffic. Harvick still settling in there third in line, though not on the lead lap. Bobby Labonte closes in right on the rear deck of him. The front two pull away by a car length and a half. Earnhardt Jr. and Hamilton. Then the left car followed by Bobby Labonte. Bobby Labonte needs to get by the car of Kevin Harvick because they're stacking up behind him. Two wide back there with names like Gordon and Wallace. Two Wallace, as a matter of fact. Rusty and Mike racing side-by-side into turn one. Rusty on the inside, Mike on the outside as they go wheel-to-wheel for the number five position. Right behind them, Michael Waltrip side-by-side with Kenny Wallace. Earnhardt leads them to the back stretch. Go file now the front four, five cars in formation, nose to tail. Jeff Gordon, the last of those cars. Then, behind Gordon, it's double wide. you got Rusty Wallace down to the inside. Mike Wallace to the high side. Give the advantage to Rusty. Then you've got Kenny Wallace there. You've got everybody else working. Bobby Hamilton Jr., Sterling Marlin. They're all working the high side. Meanwhile, back up front, still Earnhardt Jr. showing the way. Bobby Hamilton behind him. The lapped machine of Harvick leading Bobby Labonte and Jeff Gordon off the corner. Six-car breakaway as they come back down to the start-finish line and head off to turn number one. Earnhardt Jr., has been strong all day long. Bobby Hamilton has been able to drop way back in the field, or has. I don't say he was able to, but he's been able to get back up there every time. That line right now gets even bigger, single file, as they go to turn two. Bobby Labonte would desperately like to get rid of the lap car of Kevin Harvick. He looks to the inside on the back straightaway. He'll try and make the move. Here he comes down to the inside. Bobby Labonte breaks out of line. Drafting help forms up. Now they get back in line. First side-by-side battle with Michael Waltrip. Breaking out to the high side of Rusty Wallace in three. Waltrip is there. He draws to the high side, trying to close in and bypass Wallace, and then begin to close in on another machine, that of Bobby Labonte. Kevin Harvick, though he is not holding up Bobby Labonte, is certainly an obstacle that he'll have to be dealing with right here on the closing laps of Talladega. Go for the fourth position. Jeff Gordon working down to the inside of the racetrack to his outside. Michael Waltrip, who led earlier today. Jeff Burton also in that mix. They use that inside line to gain some advantage over Michael Waltrip. But Waltrip drives it deep into turn number one, gets a bit of an edge over Gordon now. He's got drafting help from Rusty Wallace in that outside lane. Their nose to tail. The advantage will go to Waltrip on the outside. Racing for the third spot now. Now here's a challenge for the lead. Bobby Hamilton to the high side. Dale Earnhardt Jr. down low. Harvick with little E. Here comes Michael Waltrip to draft with Hamilton. They're double wide to three. So they're double wide going up the banking. The battle for the lead now up front. The low side of the racetrack, Earnhardt Jr. The high side, Bobby Hamilton. Behind Earnhardt Jr., the lapped car of Harvick. While behind Hamilton and closing is Michael Waltrip and so too Rusty Wallace. It's a scramble off four. Bobby Hamilton's got to have a lot of confidence from winning here in May, uh, in April when we were out here. He 
worked the draft, was able to get up there and win this thing. So he's feeling pretty confident here coming into the race this weekend, and he's making it pay off right now. Made a good move, but he's got his hands full again with Earnhardt Jr. trying to hang on to the lead over in turn two. Nose to nose for the number one position off the second corner. It's Earnhardt on the bottom. Hamilton on the outside, dead even to the back straightaway. It looks like the beginning of the race. They're side by side, about 10, maybe 15 rows deep. Still, Earnhardt Jr. to the inside. Bobby Hamilton to the high side is still a dead heat for the lead. It is indeed two by two by two by two through the top 12. Then you go three wide from 13th on back as Robbie Gordon goes way to the high side of the racetrack to make it three wide there. The leaders off four still side by side. Earnhardt Jr. and Bobby Hamilton. Hamilton led that last lap, but they were side by side. It's the same way they come back to the stripe and again by inches, Bobby Hamilton holds off Dale Earnhardt Jr. And a third player to the mix. Michael Waltrip is there thinking of making it three wide. Waltrip has the bottom of the racetrack and he'll stay there for the moment as they march two by two in military lockstep off two. It's Earnhardt on the bottom. Hamilton on the top. Waltrip again looking low. Nothing doing. Still double wide. No one stepping out of line among the front five or six cars to make it three wide. Hamilton and Earnhardt Jr. Then behind them Waltrip and Rusty Wallace. Then behind them the lap car of Kevin Harvick and Mike Wallace in three. So Mike Wallace following his brother's tire tracks. Rusty is just ahead of Mike. That's going to be the third and fifth place cars as they align in the two-by-two formation. Everybody among the leaders there is on the lead lap except Harvick's car who is sixth in line. Unbelievable racing here at Talladega. 30 cars up in that lead draft. Another six and maybe a car length or two behind as they work down into turn number one one more time. Again, Bobby Hamilton trying to take the lead away from Earnhardt Jr. He won't be able to do it as they go to the turn. There are 48 laps remaining here at Talladega. Back at the Talladega Super Speedway, instead of letting up as far as the intensity, it gets even more so as the lead continues to go over to the corner, door to door, side by side between Bobby Hamilton and Earnhardt Jr. Earnhardt's got the preferred line, but Bobby Hamilton just will not quit. They're going to move to the outside and around the lap car of Hutt Strickland. They are double wide, nine rows deep this time, and Earnhardt goes up the racetrack trying to crowd Bobby Hamilton. They almost make contact, but they're still double wide. As now Earnhardt gets a push from behind from Michael Waltrip. Michael Waltrip is to the inside of Rusty Wallace, that's the way they work. Further back, give Robbie Gordon three spots. He'll move up from 18th to 15th, but back up front still two by two by two by two. You can barely split them apart. Everybody standing here at the Talladega Super Speedway in disbelief as they continue racing side by side. It's been this way for the last five laps and continues. This time across the stripe, it's Bobby Hamilton by maybe an inch, but Earnhardt Jr. is still there. Dale Earnhardt Jr. knows he's going to have the drafting help from his teammate, Mike Waltrip. Bobby Hamilton hopes that Rusty Wallace will stay with him. Everybody holds their line and they're dead even again. Down low is Earnhardt Jr. He's got Michael Waltrip, Kevin Harvick, also the car of Bobby Labonte lined up behind him. Bobby Hamilton has drafting help from Rusty Wallace, Mike Wallace, and Ricky Rudd this time in three. Remember that third row of Harvick inside of Mike Wallace. Harvick not on the lead lap. He's the only man amongst this group who is not. Here come the leaders off the corner by about a half car length. Earnhardt Jr. has the lead, but it evaporates. Bobby Hamilton comes right back. Yeah, just a little bit early. There's a lot of racing left here to be making those desperation move so to speak so they feel trying to settle down a little bit and I got a feeling the spotters are saying hey guys we still got 43 laps remaining in this thing let's don't make any contact out there let's not end up in the wall before the checkered flag comes down here at Talladega why don't we go down to the pits and hear from some some of the people who are in the, the pits down there in contention to win this afternoon Jim Phillips is in Earnhardt's pit yeah we we'll talked to Tony Uri Sr. here Tony 
The first question is, can you make it all the way on fuel? <laughs> like that's the question everybody on this pit road's in here wondering. If it'll pick up every drop it's in it, it'll make it. Uh, computer says it's going to run out on 187.7, so that's right in that area right there somewhere. So uh, how are they going to know if they push us across the line here anyway? So <laughs> they might have to push us, but uh, hopefully it'll make it. Uh, cars have been running good all day. Budweiser Chevy has been awesome. That's been awesome all day. We just get them three up there together and, and get us a good push there at the end. Maybe we can make it. Uh, don't look no, like nobody else wants to help us too much, but that, that bunch. So, uh, undoubtedly, the car must be pretty good. Do you, do you think that's the key for you winning is Michael and Kenny maybe help you? Yeah, I think so. And uh, we done had to warn Michael this race worth a million dollars, you know. So, uh, might have to pad old Michael's pocket there a little bit. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to get that uh, R.J. rental money there. So, uh, hopefully... Winston's going to have to pay a million dollars here after a while. See, they're already counting money down here, guys. Dale Jr., one of the Noble Five contenders. He, along with Rusty Wallace, Ricky Rudd, Dale Jarrett, and Kevin Harvick with a chance to win that extra million if they can win the race today. Well, Dale Earnhardt Jr. finally crossed the line without someone alongside him. It's the first time in six laps. Single file. It's Earnhardt Jr. Then Bobby Hamilton, who's in the second spot. Let's check in with Winston Kelly. Well, with his crew chief, Jimmy Elledge. Jimmy, you guys dodged a bullet by putting some water in the car earlier. You told us that that had cooled itself off. You got Bobby in a position to win. You got any idea if he's got anything for the eight car? Well, we kind of got a problem. We don't have enough gas to make it to the end. So uh, we've had a really good car all day long, and I really don't know how all this is going to shake out. But uh, we just have to wait and see. Maybe we can catch another caution or... Maybe some of these guys are really not telling the truth about that they can make it all the way. So we're going to have to stop with about four to go. That's tough luck for Jimmy Elledge. He's looking for a caution and also hoping the rest of these guys are playing bluff. Now we'll find out here as the laps continue to wind down. Rusty Wallace having a good day. Rusty was shown in third just a moment ago. Let's see if Jason Toy is in his pit. Well, Robin Pemberton, the crew chief, sits here and watches his driver go by the front stretch up here. And Robin, your driver's been having a great run this afternoon, keeping the front. Do you have enough to go the rest of the way? Uh, we might have enough car, but not enough fuel. It's going to be close. We're, we're probably just hang with the eight car, do the best we can. Somewhere between a half and a lap and a half short. So uh, we'll see what this draft will do. It fluctuates when you're in a good draft. All right, as much as you hear in the crew chiefs down here talking about the fuel strategy and all that, you may think we're in Vegas as they roll the dice to make it to the finish. And a slip a moment ago for Bobby Hamilton might cost him. He's got, still got plenty of time to yeah. get it done, but you just can't get out of position. Or if anything, if you get that car... With the wrong grafting partner, you're going back. Just bounce a little out of the groove. Suddenly the line formed underneath him. Bobby was left in the middle line. He's gone back to the seventh position now. Trouble of turn number four. One car, Jerry Nadeau, spins around. He will not make contact with anybody else. Their goal, the fuel mileage questions. Caution is on the speedway. Jerry Nadeau will refire his machine if he can, but he keeps it off the wall, spins to the apron. He is out of harm's way. Yeah, he was way back toward the tail end of the field. Not a lot of traffic around. 90% of the field was directly ahead of him, so there wasn't too much concern of him collecting other cars, but it has brought the yellow flag out for the third time this afternoon. Caution is out at lap 149. Let's go back to turn four real quick. Jerry Nadeau's car is on the apron of the racetrack. We can see that there is uh, smoke coming out of the exhaust as he tried to refire the machine, but apparently it's not in a position to go anywhere, and uh, he sits out of harm's way again. But it did not look. Now he does get the car fired, and he'll begin to limp it even further from the racing groove. He is in an area where the drivers will be coming to the pit lane, so he wants to get out of everybody's way, and he'll take it down slowly to the attention of the crew. 
What was shaping up to be a fuel mileage race may turn into a different kind of race, although the field passes the entrance of the pit lane this time, comes back down to the start-finish line under the caution flag. As they work this caution, coming back to the stripe, let's tell you how they're running. Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Rusty Wallace, the front two, both Noble 5 contenders. Mike Wallace is third. Bobby Hamilton is back up to fourth. Michael Waltrip is fifth. Sterling Marlin is sixth. Ricky Rudd runs seventh, also a Noble 5 contender. Ward Burton is up to the eighth position. Bobby Labonte is ninth. Kevin LePage now runs in the tenth position. Eleventh is Jeff Gordon. Robbie Gordon is twelfth. Thirteenth is Bud Pole winner Stacey Compton. Fourteenth is Jeff Burton. And fifteenth is Kenny Wallace. Running in sixteenth, Johnny Benson. Buckshot Jones is seventeenth. Robert Presley is eighteenth. Ricky Craven, nineteenth. Bobby Hamilton Jr. is in twentieth. Twenty-first is Mark Martin. Twenty-second, Jason Leffler. Twenty-third is Matt Kenseth. Terry Labonte is twenty-fourth. Brett Bodine runs in 25th. 26th is Kyle Petty. 27th, Joe Nemechek. 28th is Tony Stewart. And 29th is Bill Elliott. The last car on the lead lap is Dale Jarrett, now running in the 30th position. Jim Phillips, I guess they're getting ready for busy activity on pit road. Let's see if uh, maybe some of these guys, like Dale Earnhardt Jr., Tony said they were just a little bit short if they think these caution laps would help them uh, go the rest of the way. Uh, A lot of of guys are up on the board, though. We expect... uh, Robbie Loomis told me that uh, Jeff Gordon was four laps short. I'm sure that they'll pit, so, uh, and he's, uh, you know, the contender for the championship, so we'll see what happens. Everybody kind of watching up at turn four to see who is going to be peeling off the banking up there to get onto pit road, and likely, I'm going to speculate, Winston Kelly, the majority of those cars that will come in will take only a splash of fuel and forget about the rubber. Well, I think we're going to see a little bit of both. We just talked to uh, Bobby Hamilton's crew, and they're talking about coming on in and getting four tires in fuel. They know they're going to give up some track position, but think with this many laps to go, about 37, 38 laps to go, that they want to get the extra tires, the extra grip on the track. We're having a little bit of a delay down here as Jerry Nadeau's car has bogged down and stalled on pit lane, so they're not going to bring them down pit road yet. But, Barney, I think you're going to see a little bit of everything. I think you're going to see no tires, two tires, and four tires. And you may even see some guys like Dale Jarrett, who thought they could make it all the way anyway, stay on out there and not pit at all. Going to be interesting to see what happens. And right now, pit road is closed. We are at lap 151. Pit lane is open this time. There are takers, and others decide to stay out. Let's go to Jim Phillips. Well, the leader is in, Joe. That was uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and he took just a splash of gas, but right behind him, Jeff Gordon is taking tires and fuel, so a longer stop for him. Also in down here was Stacy Compton. Kyle Petty was in, and there was takers in front of Winston Kelly. Four tires and fuel for both Johnny Benson and Bobby Hamilton. Same thing for Terry Labonte, but a bunch of others decided they're just going to come in and top it off with fuel. Among those was Buckshot Jones and Sterling Marlin just stopped topping it off with fuel. Some of the guys electing not to come down pit road, Ricky Rudd, Dale Jarrett, and the Mark Martin machines. Now to Jason Toy. Ricky Craven came in for fuel only. Bill Elliott came in for four tires and fuel. Also in was Rusty Wallace for fuel. Jeff Burton. Also Robbie Gordon. Tony Stewart was in. Kevin LePage. Jason Leffler. Joe Nemechek leaves pit road for the second time. He came in while it was closed on the first time by. Had a broken left front shock. They replaced it. Came back by the second time for top off the fuel tank and right side tires only. So a lot of drama playing out here at Talladega with a lot of cars staying on the racetrack and gambling that they can go the distance fuel-wise and still be in good shape as far as the handling of the car and everything else. Michael Waltrip's one of those. Ricky Rudd stayed out. So did Ward Burton, Kevin LePage, Robbie Gordon, Jeff Burton, Kenny Wallace, Robert Presley, and Bobby Hamilton Jr., some of the cars that stayed on the racetrack. So I'm kind of anxious to see how this one comes out. 
I bet there's a lot of folks on pit road anxious to see how this works out too because as uh, Tony Urie said a few moments ago, it's going to be darn close if we can go yeah. the rest of the way. And for these guys, uh, what, the top uh, 13, 12, 13 positions decided to gamble on it and stay out and run for it for a chance to win this race here today. Typical Talladega racing. You never know what to expect. And, I mean, still with 36, 35 laps to go when they come to the line this time, anything can happen. We may have a few more cautions. This whole uh, strategy may go out the window yet. Yeah, it did just a minute ago when everybody thought they were going to stay out there and gamble, and suddenly a caution flag popped out when we had a problem up in turn number four just a moment ago and uh, with Jerry Nadeau's machine up there, the third caution flag of the day. It came out at lap 149. The No Bull 5 drivers, well, Ricky Rudd is now up into the number two position with a shot to win the Winston Million here this afternoon, the No Bull 5 Million. And Dale Jarrett now 12th. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 14th. Rusty Wallace is 15th. And Kevin Harvick is all the way back to 31st position. So the, I think they got a good shot of paying it out here today. Yeah, you got uh, four drivers there in the top uh, 15 right now with a chance at uh, picking up the win. As a matter of fact, typical Talladega racing, Barney, you could be running in 30th even with five laps to go and have a chance to win the race. It's just the way it is here. Yeah, you, we've seen that so many times, in the la- particularly in the last three races here at Talladega. And Jim Phillips, I'm sitting here trying to uh, think in my mind. I've talked to a couple of drivers over the years. When, when a situation like this comes up and you're running a few laps under caution, how much do you gain? Do you have to run three or four laps under caution? I'm sure it would vary from track to track. But say three laps under caution would give you an extra lap fuel-wise? I think so, but I, like I said, I was surprised at Earnhardt Jr. when Tony told us, you know, they were only a, well, maybe a quarter of a straightaway from making it, and they came in and took on fuel. So uh, about three laps around here, four laps could make the difference, uh, and uh, you finishing uh, or not. But Jeff Gordon was four laps shy. That's what uh, Robbie Loomis told me, so he had no choice. But uh, a lot of these cars are, that uh, we talked about that are going around on caution right now, they're not using hardly any fuel at all. Well, I think Earnhardt Jr. may have had this thought in mind along with the rest of his crew down there. That car has been rock solid all day long. He's been able to get back up there, and even when he fell back a few times, just come right back to the front within eight or ten laps. They've still got 34 to go when they come back around this time, and he's showing in 13th position, so Joe, he's got plenty of time to get back up there, So, and several other cars for that matter also. As we said, we've seen guys come from way back in the field the final couple of laps and win this thing. Yeah. 13 positions typically can change here at Talladega in the length of one straightaway, even a half a straightaway with the way the draft works here. So if you have a good handling car, you're confident with your machine, then that's uh, not much of a gamble at all. It just makes sense. Go ahead and make that pit stop. For some of the other guys who've been back in the back of the pack all day, Ricky Rudd has been nowhere near the front all afternoon, has never held the lead. I don't think he's been in the top 15, maybe a time or two. Uh, For him, the gamble probably is going to be a good one. If he thinks there's any chance at all they can make it the rest of the way, because it gives him great track position. He'll restart right behind Michael Waltrip. Field comes down to the line, seeing the one-to-go signal. Let's give you a look at the Napa leaderboard here as they get ready to go back under the green flag and maybe settle this EA Sports 500. Michael Waltrip is the race leader. Ricky Rudd is second. Ward Burton is third. Kevin LePage is fourth and fifth is Robbie Gordon. Jeff Burton runs in sixth. Kenny Wallace is seventh. Robert Presley is eighth. Ninth is Mark Martin. Tenth is Bobby Hamilton, Jr. Matt Kenseth runs in the 11th spot, and Dale Jarrett is 12th. None of those cars came in and took fuel. Dale Earnhardt, Jr., the first of those who stopped. He's 13th. Mike Wallace is 14th. Rusty Wallace is 15th. Sterling Marlin is 16th. Bobby Labonte, 17th. Buckshot Jones is 18th. Brett Bodine, 19th. Stacy Compton is 20th. Jeff Gordon runs in 21st. Bobby Hamilton is 22nd. Johnny Benson is 23rd. 
23rd. Ricky Craven, 24th. And Bill Elliott, 25th. Jason Leffler is now in 26th with Tony Stewart in 27th. Terry Labonte is 28th. Kyle Petty is 29th. Joe Nemechek is 30th. Those are the cars on the lead lap. Dave Blaney is in 31st. Ken Schrader in 32nd. Kevin Harvick is 33rd. Kurt Busch is 34th. John Andretti is 35th. Hunt Strickland, 36th. Jerry Nadeau now in the garage. Ron Hornaday back out after spending some time in the garage area along with Casey Atwood. They are 38th and 39th respectively. Elliot Sadler out of the race. Also Todd Bodine, Jeff Purvis, and Jimmy Spencer out of the event. That's a look at the Napa leaderboard. Here are 33 laps to go. Napa, we keep America running. Well, it's going to be interesting to see who goes to victory lane and uh, how the strategy plays out. If somebody might have gambled and stayed out of that group of 12 cars that failed to come to pit road, might run out of gas here the final lap, but I guess it's worth taking the chance for. If, again, you've not been up near the front of the field all throughout the day, here's your chance. Take a gamble. It might pay off. For Michael Waltrip, he's been at the head of the pack most of the day, as a matter of fact. He's led the most laps so far in this event, has led a number of different times throughout the course of this race. Here he is back up at the front of the pack in a car that's proven itself to be a great super speedway machine representing a team that's been great on super speedways in this 2001 season. Ricky Rudd, who desperately needs to pick up another win, gained some points on Jeff Gordon. Would help tremendously if he could get up there and seal this win. And, of course, that would give him that extra million dollars in the Winston Noble 5. Here they come now into the trioval, getting ready for a double-file restart at lap 155. 33 laps to go when they take the green flag. They're up in the trioval, heading down the start-finish line. Green flag is in the air. They punch the throttles, and it'll take a while to wind these restrictor plate engines out. Now they come down to the line and head for turn number one. Michael Waltrip in the outside groove leads him down to the corner. Ricky Rudd rides right behind him. Ward Burton, Kevin LePage, Robbie Gordon. They hope to stay up there. They go to turn two. Everybody just trying to get him cranked up now in that outside lane as they come to turn number two. Michael Waltrip on the outside of the lap car of Dave Blaney. Now as they become, begin to come to full song and move around him. Single Fabuliers now work around the lap traffic. Michael Waltrip leads the field, changes lanes, darts for the bottom. Ricky Rudd in his tire tracks. Here's a breaking of ranks now for the fourth position. Robbie Gordon to the outside of Kevin LePage. Here's Ward Burton to the outside of Ricky Rudd. So the outside groove now begins to form up as the front two went from the outside to the low side of the racetrack. Off the corner, Michael Waltrip leading Ricky Rudd. Everybody following in their tire tracks. Ward Burton third, LePage fourth. Jeff Burton is fifth. Back in about the eighth position is where Dale Earnhardt Jr. has already moved already, but heavy traffic. There are three wide as he tries to get by Robert Presley. He's got Matt Kenseth on his inside. Bobby Hamilton Jr. also still down there low. Three wide as Earnhardt tries to advance off turn two. And he's trying to push his nose in there to make it four wide for a moment. Thinks better of it. Presley gives him room on the outside. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the back bumper of Mark Martin. He is in the high lane. Mark Martin will slide up in front of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Still in the outside of a three wide battle. Now Michael Walker up front. Thinks Ricky Run and Ward Burton the top three to three. They'll hold their positions going on the low side of the racetrack. As a matter of fact, the top six now, which includes Robbie Gordon, work the low side of the racetrack. Dave Blaney is next in line. Then you start going to two and three wide as they scramble off the corner, chasing Michael Walker. That outside lane beginning to get real tight, draft-wise, trying to make sure they can get up enough head of steam to get up there and catch the leaders. They're working their way back into the corner. Mark Martin is there. He's in that group, and Mark gets shuffled out three wide. He may lose some spots instead of gaining any over in turn two. If he goes forward, Barty, he's going to have to do it all by himself because everybody else hugs those bottom two lanes. Martin all alone will give up a spot to Dale Earnhardt 
Jr. Here they come off the corner. Now the Earnhardt Jr. watch continues. He's about mid-pack in the middle of a three-wide battle with Bobby Hamilton Jr. Or actually Bobby Hamilton and Rusty Wallace. Still three-wide Earnhardt in the middle. And you still wonder up front, what does Ricky Rudd have as he is showing himself running in second spot for the first time today? Way high on the racetrack, Rusty Wallace finds some running room. He'll go rim-riding around to the outside of Bobby Hamilton Jr. And also some of the other machines, they scramble back to the front. Brothers Jeff and Ward Burton going at it side by side. That is for the third position as they come back to the line. About to get some company. Here comes Robbie Gordon to the outside lane. Kevin LePage to the inside. LePage down low looking to move up to the number four position. He's got Jeff Burton right alongside him. Trapped up on the outside is Robbie Gordon. He's going backwards as they hit the exit of turn two. Robbie Gordon on the outside of a three-wide battle with two lap cars down low. That's Dave Blaney and one other machine. Here come the leaders snaking their way down the back straightaway. Michael Waltrip now to the outside of Jerry Nadeau. Ricky Rudd in his tire tracks off the end of the back stretch. Nadeau, the lap machine, gets out of everybody's way. The leaders go by. It's single file among the front three, then three wide, including Nadeau for the next line, then two by two by two, then three by three by three. Typical Talladega. There will be 29 laps to settle it here this afternoon. The EA Sports 500 as they cross the line. Michael Waltrip at the front of the field. Ricky Rudd rides right behind him. It is a three-car breakaway this time. Ward Burton, the third-place car. Everybody else scrambling. And Dave Moody, nobody is going to lift for anything between now and the checkered flag. All bets are off now. They are side-by-side for fourth. It's Kevin LePage down low battling with Ward Burton. It's LePage by a nose, but Burton's got the drafting help. Burton does have drafting help. He looks back, and he sees a big old red car in the rearview mirror. Dale Earnhardt Jr. now rumbles out of the pack, racing alongside Kevin LePage. So as they work towards the front, they'll climb the banking of turn three. Bobby Labonte breaks free. He finds the outside groove to his liking, as he did earlier. And he'll try to rim ride his way off turn four to pick up a couple three spots. But Michael Walter still leads. It's got to be awfully frustrating when you were leading, and now you're buried back in heavy traffic, and the laps are winding down. That's what's happening with Bobby Labonte, Rusty Wallace, of these guys back at the back of the pack trying desperately to move to the front. But Dale Earnhardt Jr. has got it in the express lane. He is literally pushing Jeff Burton in that outside lane as the Burton brothers are nose to tail, nose to nose now for third. Lord down low, Jeff up high. The, the outside lane begins to advance. Jeff Burton is leading that charge. Dale Earnhardt Jr. behind him. Here comes Jeff Burton rumbling up in the outside lane. Up alongside his brother Ward. Now Jeff takes third. So Jeff Burton grabs third. Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's in fourth as he draws to the outside of Ward Burton to hold that spot. Earnhardt Jr fans cheering in the background as he follows the Jeff Burton tire tracks. Michael Waltrip leads. We're back to a high-speed pace lap. Earnhardt Jr. has one relief on his mind. He knows he has enough fuel to make the distance here, and he knows he's got a car good enough to get back up there. He pushes Jeff Burton. They're going to grab first and second, I believe, before they get to turn two. Jeff Burton surges around the outside of Michael Waltrip. He will take over the lead. Earnhardt Jr. now to the runner-up spot. The challenge on the outside for, th- for third. Michael here they come, down the back straightaway. Now Waltrip gets booted out of line, off the pace and down to the inside. Here comes Kenny Wallace, down to the low. He will grab third. 
as Ricky Rudd will battle Jeff Gordon for fourth. And then you've got the Kurt Busch car, not on the lead lap, but he's caught up in all of those machines running near the front. Off the low side of the racetrack, Jeff Burton leads by a half-car length on Dale Earnhardt Jr. Earnhardt Jr. nose to tail with Kenny Wallace, and then the lap machine of Busch. Jeff Burton takes control of the EA Sports 500 coming down to the line with just 26 laps to go. Dale Earnhardt Jr. rides in the second spot. Kenny Wallace is third. Jeff Gordon fourth. And Ricky Rudd now is fifth. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. 26 lead changes among 14 different drivers already today, still with 26 laps to go. In the EA Sports 500, Jeff Burton just took control at lap 162. He leads Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kenny Wallace, Jeff Gordon, and Ricky Rudd. Just five minutes ago, Michael Waltrip was leading here at Talladega. Now he's well off the pace. He's fallen back to the 30th position. Jim Phillips has the story. Well, let's talk to his crew chief, Richard Slugger. Labby here. Rick. Slugger, you were up there. You were in the heat of the battle. You're not there now. What happened? Well, the motor's been running 252-60. We took a chance and stayed out, hoping that all the leaders would pit and would be out front get the clean air, and it was working out pretty good, but uh, looks like the motor couldn't handle it. Uh, it's down a cylinder, missing it. It runs good for a lap and misses for the next lap. It's something, something weird going on, but we took a chance. It looks like it didn't pay off, but Napa Chevrolet is running real good today, and we took a chance and didn't work out, but we'll be there next week. All right, that's a story on Michael Walter. They're side-by-side side coming off turn four. Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the inside of Bobby Hamilton, nose-to-nose for the lead. Hamilton trying to come back to the front of the pack. They'll race to the start-finish line. Side-by-side, side, it's by inches. Bobby Hamilton this time by, but this race still has 24 laps to go. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. We'll have 21 laps to go in the EA Sports 500. Next time the field passes here at the start-finish line, if we can last that long. Great racing going on here this afternoon. Bobby Hamilton has become the most recent leader in the EA Sports 500. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in the second spot. Maybe not for long, Eli. Nope, not at all. Off the low side of the racetrack, Earnhardt Jr. swings by with drafting help from corporate teammate Kenny Wallace. Earnhardt Jr. gambled, came on pit road took on a fuel to make sure he could go the distance as we said he had a car he knew was good enough to get back up there and he has worked his way back to the front of the field but can he stay there they go back to two dale earnhardt jr playing a 190 mile an hour game of who wants to be a millionaire he's got the budweiser chevrolet where it needs to be but he's got company here comes bobby hamilton bobby hamilton to the outside kenny wallace down low hamilton with more drafting help dale jr changes lanes that opens the outside lane for hamilton here comes hamilton to the outside he's trying to take the lead back in three We've seen him use this move earlier today. He just powers to the outside of Earnhardt Jr., draws even, and then tries to pull ahead. This time, though, Earnhardt Jr. puts the nose of the butt machine out in front again and stays on the low side of the racetrack. But once more, here comes Hamilton right back to the outside. Hamilton pulls even again on the outside lane. The lap car of Kevin Harvick just behind, giving a little bit of a push coming back to the stripe. Hamilton by a half an inch at the start-finish line. Earnhardt charges back on the inside and one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. once again with a teammate in the rearview mirror for guaranteed drafting help, but Bobby Hamilton is not worried about help. He's trying to get the job done all by himself on the outside. He comes after Earnhardt again. Now 
here comes Jeff Burton. He'll dive down to the inside further back. It's back in line. He had drafting help from Johnny Benson. Still, they're two by two. Bobby Hamilton has Dale Jr. to his inside. Kevin Hardick behind Hamilton. Kenny Wallace behind Dale Jr. And now working on the low side of the racetrack, Benson tries to force the issue in and around Kurt Busch. Bobby Hamilton Jr. gets sandwiched in the middle of the racetrack. Others going to his high side. And as Michael Waltrip takes his car to the pit lane, the battle for the lead still side by side. Down to the line, they come one more time. There will be 19 laps to settle it here at Talladega. This time again, Bobby Hamilton by about an inch as they cross the line and go back into the corner. The problem, Dave Moody, for everybody is the outside line is just as quick as the inside line, and that's exactly the way they stay almost all the way around. Like an accordion, Barney. Somebody gets the jump by two feet, then the other lane moves. This time they are dead even, and three wide for third. Here comes Jeff Burton. He rumbles out of the pocket, kicks Kenny Wallace to the middle lane. Now Burton draws up behind Dale Jr. Bobby Hamilton will lose the lead. He may lose second and three. He may well lose second because Earnhardt Jr. stays down low. Kevin Harvick gets kicked out of the equation. He will backslide just a bit. Earnhardt Jr. leads coming off turn number four. Low side of the racetrack. Going to second is Jeff Burton. Third, Johnny Benson. Fourth, Bobby Hamilton. Jeff Burton trying to show some Roush Ford horsepower in the closing laps of this race. He's got the second spot as Earnhardt Jr. takes over the lead. The battle now from third on back. Johnny Benson and Bobby Hamilton there. Benson trying to make the late run. is down on the inside line for the number three spot. Bobby Hamilton still paddling high in the outside lane. My how things have changed. Now he's got Kenny Wallace for the drafting partner. Kenny Wallace now has been shifted to the outside lane. He'll fall in behind Hamilton. Everyone squeezing down to the inside, almost squeezing together. Benson comes up off the bottom. Almost knocks Hamilton out of the way. They separate and they keep double wide for third. And one of the most impatient drivers right now continues to be Jeff Gordon. He could feel that he's the best car out there right now. He can't get free of Harvick. He was caught in behind Kurt Busch. He can't get free to race while Earnhardt Junior and Jeff Burton pull away. Jeff Gordon is 11th back there, but he's boxed in. Nowhere to go. Can't get down to the inside. Can't get out to the outside. Let's go to pit road. Let's talk to Michael Walter. Michael, just like I told you, it looked like it was fun while it lasted. What happened? It overheated, I guess. We don't know if we got something into the radiator or what, but it just got hot. and I got out of the pack as best I could, but it just ran, ran too hot for too long, and the little Napa Auto Parts Chevy finally blew up. You had a good chance to win this race, so you thought I guess. I sure was looking forward to giving it a try. Man, uh, I really thought we could, Jim, and I was really looking forward to get, you know, to, to being there to do it. Michael Walter Pitt, disappointed, and he heads to the garage. Well, he had a heck of a race car here today, and had it not overheated and burned her down, he might have had a good shot to win this thing. There are 28 cars on the lead lap, and any one of those 28, Joe Moore, with a little luck, could end up in victory lane. That's just how tight this race is. Still have 16 laps to go, and yeah, it's far from being over. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Burton, and Johnny Benson. That's the front three this time by. Fourth on back, double and three wide. It is Matt Kenseth on the inside of Bobby Hamilton. Tony Stewart, who's come to the front, and he's got help right behind him from a familiar source. Bobby Labonte coming back to the front. And Ricky Craven joins the fray as well. Craven racing alongside Bobby Labonte. This time down the back straightaway. The front three single file. Double wide now. Bobby Hamilton and Matt Kenseth race for the fourth spot. And for the first time today, as Dave Moody said, Tony Stewart running consistently in the top ten. He is now in seventh spot and is very much in a position with drafting help from Bobby Labonte to work their way towards the point. But the leader is Earnhardt Jr. ahead of Jeff Burton. 
work their way back down to the line. They'll put another lap on the board. There are just 15 remaining. You can't make any mistakes. You can't make any slips and end up toward back the tail end of the field. You don't have enough time to recover from it. Now, single file among the front four, but here comes that outside line gaining ground. And it's Tony Stewart digging hard on the bottom of the racetrack, drafting help from his teammate Bobby Labonte. On the outside, it's Bobby Hamilton, Kenny Wallace, and Ricky Craven. That group led by Hamilton in the outside lane, beginning to lose some steam halfway down the back stretch, but now they'll squirt forward. Here comes Hamilton, Kenny Wallace, Ricky Craven, and Jeff Gordon to the outside lane. They're all going to form up again and see if that outside works with Hamilton leading the way. He's been strong there all afternoon long, but he's not going to be able to get there. As a matter of fact, Matt Kenseth in fourth will draw to the inside, and Hamilton keep him at bay off the corner. Kenseth gets a bit of an edge coming off turn four, but here again, Hamilton pulls even with him. That's a race for fourth. Up front, it's Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Burton, and Johnny Benson. They are nose to tail. Double wide from fourth on back again. Kenseth on the inside. Hamilton on the outside. One more lap they go. Then it's Tony Stewart to the inside of Kenny Wallace. Bobby Labonte to the inside of Ricky Craven to the back straight. Bobby Labonte not making any moves. He is tucked in behind his Joe Gibbs racing teammate there in Tony Stewart. The lead lap cars down to the inside. Actually, all the lap cars are on the lead lap cars now. Racing double wide from fourth on back. As they work off the corner, this time everybody holds their breath for just a moment. Middle of the pack, Kevin Harvick being sent even further back by those on the lead lap. Off turn four. Nobody gets out of line this time. The front three still single file. From there on back, it's two by two. I think everybody's kind of settled down for a lap or two to tighten up the seat belts, take a deep breath, and see how this thing comes out there. 13 laps remaining here at Talladega. Back at Talladega, 178 laps are about to go on the scoreboard. We're going into the final 10 laps here at Talladega. Five cars nose to tail, run single file back to the corner. Then from sixth place on back, they're double wide as they go over to turn two. Bobby Labonte now digs a hole to the inside of Bobby Hamilton as Hamilton just cannot make it work up high any longer. Labonte's got drafting help from Joe Nemechek. Hamilton had been racing double wide for the fourth position. That's not been uh, the best way for him to go. He's been losing ground lap after lap. Now racing side by side for six. Still, Bobby Labonte down to his inside in three. They work up the banking that way. Bobby Labonte stays to the inside. No chance for him to give up that position. He's glued down low. Bobby Hamilton stays high. But while they are going two by two, the front five pulling away by five by six by seven. Dale Hart Jr., one of the Noble Five contenders, teamed up with Carrie Richter from Kenneth, Ohio. She could not be here today, but I'll bet she's listening intently as Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads just nine laps to go. And Earnhardt has got the crosshairs right on his back bumper. Jeff Burton, Ronnie in second, Johnny Benson third, Matt Kenseth, and Tony Stewart all in tight single file order. Waiting for a move from one of those top five cars. It's not happening this time as they're still single file following each other off the end of the back straightaway. Now Bobby Hamilton has broken free. He's going to grab the sixth spot. Bobby Labonte will grab the seventh position. Oh, Bobby Labonte stays right in behind the tire tracks of Bobby Hamilton. Then you've got to Kenny Wallace working right behind them. What's happened is they have caught the leaders. What had been a five-car breakaway is now seven, eight, nine cars together. Labonte has caught the lead trap. And that front of the field trying to separate themselves from everybody else and much as they can and settle it among maybe two cars, four cars. That's not going to be the case. There's going to be about 18 or 20 in on the shootout here at the finish. Now remember, three of those running up in that front pack, Jeff Burton, Matt Kenseth, and Kenny Wallace, did not pit to take on fuel. So they're going to be gambling as they go over to 
turn two. And that outside line getting ready to rumble. Tony Stewart pulls high. Bobby Hamilton, Kenny Wallace, and Ricky Craven. Now Tony Stewart yanks his car down to the inside. Bobby Hamilton not so fortunate. Now will squeeze in line behind Bobby Labonte. But now his teammate Joe Nemechek roars by to his inside. So Nemechek makes the move while Tony Stewart tries to hook on down low with Bobby Labonte. And they'll try and draft themselves back towards the front if they can. Remember earlier we talked about temptation to get out of line. But you still have to be patient. Maybe for another 15 seconds, here goes Stewart. Here is Stewart making his move to the outside while Kenny Wallace got shuffled to the outside in turn three and lost about five positions. Stewart with teammate Bobby Labonte trying to make it happen in the outside lane in turn one. Tony Stewart, who rode in the back all afternoon, just biding his time, has decided it's time to fly. He goes to the outside now for the number three position. Tony Stewart on the outside. Johnny Benson on the inside. That is the battle for the third spot as they funnel onto the back straightaway. Two Pontiacs double wide. Benson down low. Stewart up top. Now the front two chains. Lanes. Here comes Stewart charging to the outside. He's going for second and three. He made the outside work moments ago. He'll make the outside work in three. Stewart's got second with Bobby Labonte drafting. And here goes Stewart for the lead. He'll go high. He goes way high. That's going to cost him a little bit off the corner. But he's going to challenge right back and close it on Earnhardt Jr. Got a good run, however, coming down off that banking up in turn number four. Is it going to be good enough to get him up there and have a shot at taking the lead away? He's working on Jeff Burton for second place. Gets by him by a car length, closes in as they go over to turn two to grab the lead. Tony Stewart took it high last time, wound it up just as tight as he possibly could. He's trying it again here. He goes way high, opens the door underneath for Jeff Burton. Stewart fighting back. He'll pull up for the lead. Almost three wide there. Here comes Stewart. He dies for the bottom. Earnhardt almost runs him in the grass. Here comes Stewart. He has the inside lane. Earnhardt in the middle. Here comes Stewart to the lead in three. Something's got to give. Tony Stewart works down low. Earnhardt Jr. cannot block him. He cannot block Bobby Labonte to the high side. He had to worry about Jeff Burton as well. Three wide off turn number four coming to the stripe. A handful of laps to go. It's a dead heat off the corner. Five laps to go coming down to the line. Tony Stewart gets the good run through the trioval. Inches out in front of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Earnhardt Jr. pulls even again. Three wide from second all back in turn one. It is Stewart on the inside. Earnhardt on the outside. Now they stack it up. Three wide for second. Here they come. It's Hamilton in the middle. Bobby Labonte on the outside. This is what they pay to see at Talladega. They are three wide, maybe six, maybe even seven rows deep. Earnhardt Jr. begins to tiptoe away from the field. Stewart at the bottom. Hamilton in the middle. Labonte up top. Now Labonte breaks free. Labonte goes for the lead in three. Bobby Labonte is there. He'll draw even with Earnhardt Jr. once more. Earnhardt Jr. stays low. Bobby Labonte has drafting help to the high side of the racetrack. Here they come off the corner. Mark Martin running in third. Martin joins in the fray. He's right there. He'll give drafting help to Labonte who goes to the lead. Dale Earnhardt Jr. does not want to get out of that lower groove. It's worked for him all afternoon, but he may have to because sliding up underneath him, here comes Tony Stewart. Now Stewart will tuck in single file, but as they go back to turn number one, Bobby Labonte has breathing room of maybe 10 feet as he leads. And further back they are four wide for seventh place. Jeff Gordon in the middle of that mix. Here comes Labonte. Then the battle for second. Earnhardt on the inside. Mark Martin outside as they bump coming off two. Almost make contact. Earnhardt slithers back to the bottom. Labonte moves over, trying to block. Here comes Mark Martin, and look at this. Dale 
Jarrett gives Mark Martin drafting help to three. First time all day that Jarrett's been challenging for the lead. The UPS colors are there as they work between turns three and four. Here come the leaders off turn number four. It's Bobby Labonte, Jr. Bobby Labonte showing the way. Earnhardt Jr. getting shuffled back into fifth now as Stewart runs second. Most of the day it's been Dale Earnhardt Incorporated teammates. Now it's Joe Gibbs racing teammates up front. Bobby Labonte leads. Tony Stewart is second. Bobby Hamilton runs in third. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. now with a handful in that battle for fourth. He's got a challenge on the inside. It's Jeff Burton. Earnhardt will get some drafting help from Ricky Craven and Jeff Gordon. Burton getting some help from Dale Jarrett down low. Here comes Johnny Benson. He'll give drafting assistance to Jeff Burton while the leaders continue the top three single file. Bobby Labonte, Tony Stewart, Bobby Hamilton. Here comes Earnhardt Jr. He's to Hamilton's inside in three. Jr.'s not out of it. He'll go to the inside after getting some drafting help from Craven. Craven himself now stays down low. Last Monday's Martinsville winner grabs fourth away from Hamilton. Bobby Labonte leads. The scramble is for second. Jr. and Tony Stewart. Two cars that haven't made much noise all day long making a ton of noise as the laps wind down. There'll be two to go. Bobby Labonte and Tony Stewart. They cross the line. Earnhardt Jr. Junior has taken second place away from Tony Stewart, just biding his time as they go back to turn number two. And they're wheel to wheel now for fourth. Ricky Craven looking for room on the inside of Bobby Hamilton. Hamilton trying to put the squeeze on him. will close him off on the inside as they battle now. Craven and Gordon for fifth. Here they come now. Craven to the inside. Earnhardt locked and loaded. Dives for the bottom. Tries to put on the battle for the lead. But instead, he'll have to fall in line single file. Bobby Labonte was too strong this time. So Bobby Labonte holds off on any challenge right there. Running in second, Earnhardt Jr. Bobby Hamilton goes high on the racetrack. He's running in third. Tony Stewart low in fourth. Off turn four. They're coming to the white flag. Six car lanes of an advantage for Bobby Labonte. One lap to go. 2.66 miles. That's all that's left here at Talladega. Bobby Hamilton trying to get out of that pack of traffic as Earnhardt dived underneath, trying to take the lead, going to turn number one. He squeezes Bobby Labonte high. They go side to side to turn one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the bottom, digging hard. Labonte sideways, nearly brushes the wall. Earnhardt takes the lead out of turn number two. Now They're Labonte. crashing. Ricky Craven is in the wall. 15, 20 cars sliding everywhere. Here comes the battle for the lead. Earnhardt Jr. down low. Here comes Tony Stewart to the high side. Jeff Burton trying to close in. Here they come in turn number three. Stewart is high. Earnhardt Jr. by a car length has him on the low side of the racetrack. Here comes drafting help from Jeff Burton. Off the corner. Earnhardt Jr. Burton. Tony Stewart. Earnhardt Jr. pulling away. Dale Earnhardt Jr. at the inside of the racetrack. He's got it hooked up. Coming back into the trioval. He's going to win the EA Sports 500. Dead heat for the second spot. It'll be won by Tony Stewart. He'll get the second spot. Jeff Burton gets third. Matt Kenseth fourth. Bobby Hamilton comes home in fifth while a number of cars are piled up on the back straightaway. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has won today at the Talladega Super Speedway. Let's go to Mike Bagley. Well, Bobby Labonte's car is still on its lid. The safety crews are on the scene, and it appears that Bobby Labonte has climbed from the Interstate Batteries Pontiac. We've got Buckshot Jones over here. The car of Ricky Craven has stalled. Now the car of Bill Elliott is trying to pull away, but safety crews are on the scene, and Bobby Labonte has climbed from his machine. It is still on its roof, upside down, as now the leaders on the cool-down lap will flash by on the back straightaway. And Dave Moody, did you have a look that well it just all broke loose barney and you could see it coming they were all swapping lanes somebody got bumped and turned head on into the outside retaining wall bobby labonte i believe climbed defender got upside down ricky craven hard into the outside wall dale jarrett with a hard hit johnny benson also with a hard hit and then everybody just disappeared in a cloud of smoke 
But it's all over here at Talladega as Dale Earnhardt Jr. will go to victory lane. We'll be back in a minute. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio, sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. We are back at the Talladega Super Speedway. A last lap accident going off turn number two has collected a great number of cars over there. Ricky Craven, Bobby Labonte involved, Buckshot Jones involved, Bill Elliott got a piece of that. So did Dale Jarrett. And we'll update you on the rest of the cars in just a few minutes. But with... I don't think you can see a better finish than we saw here at Talladega today. Man, that was just amazing. At least 15 cars caught up in that last lap crash going into turn number two. It looked like it started when Bobby Labonte got knocked sideways. Dave Moody made the call. A couple of cars tried to squeeze underneath him. They made contact, and then it was on. But that was going on well behind Dale Earnhardt Jr., Tony Stewart, and Jeff Burton, who come home with the top three positions. Earnhardt Jr. finally gets back to victory lane. It happens here at the Talladega Super Speedway as he wins the EA Sports 500. We'll get an update on some of the drivers involved in the crash. We are getting reports that most of those drivers are out of their cars. Let's check in now with Mike Bagley over in turn three. Well, the cleanup still continues, Joe. 17 safety trucks are on the scene on the backstretch. Johnny Benson, another one of those that was involved in that accident, his car flattened on the rear end, on the hook, on its way to the garage, and they've just righted Bobby Labonte's interstate batteries Pontiac. They've just flipped it over on its wheels and are attempting to load that up on a rollback, but uh, looks like all the other cars are away except for Ricky Craven. His car, too, is in the process of being hooked up to a wrecker. And also Robert Presley got a piece of the action over there, but uh, Bobby Labonte made a little contact. He and looked like Bobby Hamilton, and then it was on. The whole field was right behind him, and it will collect quite a bit of damage to several machines. Again, Robert Presley, Bobby Labonte, Dale Jarrett, Bobby Hamilton Jr., Ricky Craven, and Johnny Benson, some of the cars that got a piece of it. Let's go down to pit road. Well, let's talk to Tony Stewart. Tony, you hung around down there in the back all day long and then came to the front. Tell us about your run. I'm just glad to be alive after this one's over. Could you tell what happened there? Toward the end? No. That's Tony Stewart, not having a lot to say right now, so he's out of here. And Jeff Burton, who will finish third, uh, just hanging on and getting through that melee over there, will bring him home in third again. Matt Kenseth will finish fourth, and Bobby Hamilton will finish fifth. That will be the top five. I tell you, you can see that one coming. You knew almost every lap. It's, they're not going to get back. They're not going to get back. And that final lap, it happened. We were just talking about the fact that if one guy gets a little bit sideways, a little bit of a tap here or there anywhere, being stacked up three wide, there's just no place to go. And on the last lap, everybody's trying their best to improve their position. And it happened on the last lap here today at Talladega. Let's go down to Jason Toy. Well, we're still waiting for the arrival of the rest of the uh, drivers making their way in as the ambulance has started to line up here. Robert Presley, as we can see, though, is walking into the infield care center right now. We'll grab a word with a couple of drivers when they come out. I'm counting like 16 cars that were involved in that. Bobby Labonte, Buckshot Jones, Ricky Craven, Terry Labonte. The car of Dale Jarrett was involved. Bill Elliott, Bobby Hamilton Jr., Jason Leffler, Rusty Wallace involved. We told you about Robert Presley. Also, Sterling Marlin got some of that. Robbie Gordon got some of it. Mike Wallace, Ricky Rudd, Ward Burton, and Johnny Benson. Those just the machines I've seen make their way back around to this side of the racetrack. Uh, Ricky Rudscar made it just shy of the start-finish line. He climbed out there and walked away. It just wouldn't go any further. Uh, Ricky's car heavily damaged, uh, about 100 feet short of the start-finish line. Let's go back down to Winston Kelly. Well, Jeff Burton's crawled out of his car. Jeff, you were in the middle of that. How would you see it unfold? Well, I was actually in the place where you wanted to be. I was below it, and uh, I saw I saw the cars go high, go low. You know, they made some really quick moves, and... I don't really know what they what happened, but I just know that I looked in my mirror and I saw the 18 going for a ride. I hope everybody's okay back there. It looked pretty ugly. Your car seemed to be pretty good all day long. Tell us about it. Well, it's just 
you know, if I had the right help, I was okay, but we're just slow. Uh, I guess I shouldn't complain. We ran third. We led a few laps, but those guys are just so much faster. They uh, they go by you when they want to go by, and uh, you just have to block and block and block and block and hope they don't ever knock you out of the way because it just you're just in the way. That's Jeff Burton. He came home with a third-place run. Very happy with that. Matt Kenseth, another one of the gentlemen who came around that stuff unscathed. See if we can slide over here and get a quick word from Matt. Matt, you kind of slid through all of that and came in for Tell us about your run today. Well, the 12 Ford was pretty consistent all day. I didn't feel like I was nearly as good as the 8 car. Uh, he had everybody covered again, and uh, there was a couple other Chevys that were real fast, but I felt like we could hold our own if we were in the right position. So uh, then I saw the wreck happening, and actually uh, Ricky Craven came sliding down the track, and uh, I just turned left and matted the gas and just barely barely slid through it. Could you tell what caused it? Uh, not really. It looked like, um, I'm not really sure, it looked like maybe the 18 and 55 got together getting into one and got real high on the track, and uh, it uh, looked like they were, they were uh, you know, getting together a little bit up through one and two, and it looked like that's what started it. Matt Kenseth comes home fourth. And glad, I believe that's going to be the best finish that Matt has had all season long, uh, a fourth-place run here today at Talladega. It, has, it equals uh, a fourth-place finish Barney had at Michigan, uh, the second Michigan race. So uh, at least he's up to par with uh, what he's done before so far in this uh, 2001 season. It's got to be a pretty good feeling for him to get through that and finish. Bobby and Hamilton Barney, we finished got, fifth. Barney, yeah, we go got uh, Robert Presley's winged his way out here. Robert, what did you see out there? Uh, it was just a big mess. Uh, man, we almost waited till the end of the race, didn't they? And it just knew it was going to happen. Just uh, got the white flag and said, doggone, we might beat it. But it happened. All right, that's Robert Presley just saying it happened out there. He's able to walk away. Now let's check in again with Winston Kelly. Let's see if we can slide in here and get a comment from Bobby Hamilton, one of the strongest cars all day long. First, Bobby, got to ask you about that last lap situation. You were kind of up there toward the middle of it or in the middle of it. What happened? Well, I actually spun 18, but uh, I went high, and he went way high to block me. Then I had a still a good enough run, and I turned left and got up under him. Well, he turned left to block, block me from getting down. He didn't know I was there, and it turned him. And uh, pretty, it's pretty hairy. We got through there, and I looked in the mirror and seen all kinds of hell breaking loose. So I hurried and got back to the checker flag and went back there and checked on Bobby, and he's okay. You dodged a bunch of bullets out there today, the fuel situation, the car overheating, and seemed to be maybe the only car that could run with Dale Jr. Well, you know, the RAD program, I think, you know, they've, they've won all these restrict plate races since they made this rule change. So real proud of all the body guys and the RAD deal and, and uh, my motor guys at the shop and the guys that hang the body. This thing was awesome all day, and it was a pleasure to drive. That's Bobby Hamilton. In addition to Tony Stewart, Jeff Burton, and Matt Kenseth, Bobby Hamilton qualifies for the Winston Noble 5 program in Las Vegas next year. That rad deal he's talking about is a cooperative effort between Richard Childress Racing, Andy Petrie, and uh, Dale Earnhardt Incorporated, and it has paid off here today as Dale Earnhardt Jr. goes to victory lane, and uh, Hamilton Jr. came up with, or rather Hamilton, came up with the uh, fifth-place finish. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in victory lane. We'll be talking to him in a few moments. The Gatorade Front Runner Award of $10,000 goes to Jr. He was the eligible driver leading the most laps in today's race and avoided a number of bullets along the course of this race here at the Talladega Super Speedway. Quick check of the top ten here while we wait to talk to Dale Jr. It's Dale Jr., Tony Stewart, Jeff Burton, Matt Kenseth, and Bobby Hamilton. Then Kenny Wallace finished sixth with Jeff Gordon seventh, Joe Nemechek eighth, Mark Martin ninth, and Kevin LePage finished in tenth. Let's go to Victory Lane. Well, let's talk to racing's latest millionaire, Dale Earnhardt Jr. First, tell us about the pass for the lead and the win. Which one? Uh... (laughs) Yeah, we were beating him, banging and carrying on. If I see anybody try to pass me, I swerved up in front of him, trying not to take myself out. But uh, it's a rough race. Uh, I wanted to meet, win this race real bad. It's uh, the same race my father won last year. He won a million dollars too. So, uh, you know, we kind of 
backed it up, you know, and did it, did it about just about like he did. His 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 race was a little more exciting than mine, but maybe not. I don't know. We got to beating and banging there at the end, and had to run in the side of the 18, had to run in the side of the 20 car, but uh, they would have done the same thing. I feel like, and uh, we're sitting in winter circles, so it don't matter. Were you concerned when you had to pit for fuel there and put you so far back? I was a little bit concerned. It's harder to pass here than it is at Daytona, but, man, we got to run from somewhere on that front straightaway and passed about half of them and got ourselves in position for the win. And uh, they kept on coming and coming and trying to pass us and working inside and working outside. And I, I saw an opportunity to get up in front of uh, Bobby Hamilton. He had the strongest car here today. I had a chance to get up in front of him, and he pushed me. And then Tony Stewart pushed me, about 18 car. He took a shot at me on the back straightaway to get by, and I uh, blocked him. And then in 99, Jeff Burton come up and pushed us. I guess I owe about half of this million dollars to Jeff Burton. But uh, I appreciate uh, the help he gave me today. And our teammates, we were all working good today. Michael had a little motor problem. It looked like he might be up there for the win. But uh, great run for Kenny Wallace. He was up front all day long. I'm sure he really enjoyed himself. But we really needed this. We needed the points and everything else that's going to come along with it. You know, won a fan of a million dollars. Uh, so she's got to be excited. Did it, was that where you, needed, you thought you needed to be? A lot of people laid back and then came on. Did you feel like you needed to be up there all day? I didn't want to take any chances on laying back and not being able to get back to the front. We laid back in the first race here and ended up trying to make a challenge at, at the end of the race and finished sixth. So I just knew I had a car that was fast enough to stay toward the front, so we just tried to keep it up there long, all day long. It's kind of nerve-wracking watching the mirror and driving in front of you and watching the mirror, but uh, you know we had to do it. I, you know We had to be on a mission. I think Andy Schindler's got a check for you. Yeah, Dale, congratulations on an outstanding race today and winning their last Winston Noble 5 race of the year. Last year, I, last time I gave this check out was your dad at the same race last year. Congratulations on a great victory, and here's your million dollars, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank Winston, first off, for everything that they do for the sport. Um, they're a major cornerstone to the future of this sport, and uh, we really appreciate everything you've done uh, thus far and in the future. Tell us about this fan right here. Yeah, old Carrie Ricker. <laughs> she's going to get a million dollars, so I'm sure she's really excited. I don't know where she's at, but she didn't show up anyway. She's kind of scared. Uh, but congratulations to her. I'm sure she's at home wishing she was here. <laughs> congratulations to Dale Earnhardt Jr., like I said. The latest millionaire in racing here at Talladega. Had a strong car all day long, and he took it to victory lane. We'll give you the uh, complete rundown when we come back. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has won the EA Sports 500. We've talked to the top five. Now let's hear from some of the guys involved in that last lap crash. Winston Kelly? Johnny Benson poised for a top five, possibly a win. Then all heck broke loose. What did you see happen, Johnny? We're going to win the race. Um, we're going to finish about third. I mean, that's what it looked like. I mean, it looked like he had a good run. I went about to get out of line knowing that we were in top five. And... Uh, Sitting there not with the wrecked race car. I thought, man, this is good. Last lap, down the back stretch, stay out of trouble. I was content right where I'm at. But I'm telling you what, I don't I don't still don't understand what happened. And next thing I know, I'm heading to the wall, sitting there running third. I mean I, I don't I don't understand why guys want to wreck everybody. That far up in the field, everybody had a good safe day running up front, running in the top ten. I don't understand why you want to wreck the whole field. Confused and frustrated, understandably, Johnny Benson. Now let's swing over to Jason Toy, who's caught up with another gentleman who was in the wreck. Bobby Labonte perhaps had the most wild ride out here on the track, and Bobby obviously had the, the bad seat for that one. What happened? I was just trying to stay in front of the A-car there, and uh, I got a run on him there. Either he laid back, which is kind of what you do here, and uh, you get a run on somebody and either knock the rear bumper off or get by him, and, you know, it's the last lap. So I tried to block him, so he got the rear bumper off of it, which what he didn't knock off earlier. 
and uh, and then the 55 kind of you know got me sideways, and then I kind of got straightened out, and then I uh, ended up sliding down the back straightaway. You are okay though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, you know just one of those things. As long as everybody got the money's worth, that's uh, on the radio. That's about what they were talking about on MRN there about how exciting a race that was. So as long as it was exciting and everybody's okay, I guess that really all that matters. All right, that's Bobby Labonte, obviously frustrated with what's happened here. Also, I can tell you that Ricky Craven has made his way out. Also, we've seen the likes of Robbie Gordon, including, as you heard from Winston Kelly, Johnny Benson's made out, Mike Wallace, also Bobby Hamilton Jr., and Robert Presley have all made their way out of the infield care center here down on this uh, in the pit road. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. It's time for Barney and me to select the winner of the Ray Bestas Break of the Race Award. We'll award $500 to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Ray Bestas Breaks in the name of the driver who received the best break in today's event. Well, there were a couple of guys that uh, came away in that accident over there. Bobby Hamilton uh, was part of it, and he came away with a fifth-place finish. But Kenny Wallace was very close to it also, and uh, Kenny got a good break there when he was didn't make any contact and was able to run a, a good finish. So I kind of like Kenny Wallace, who finished sixth. Yeah, he survived, uh, drove out of that uh, crash, and uh, finished in the sixth position. So Ray Bestas breaks the official breaks of NASCAR. will award $500 in the name of Kenny Wallace to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries. Let's take a look at the full field rundown from today's EA Sports 500. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is the winner. Tony Stewart will finish second. Jeff Burton ran third. Matt Kenseth was fourth. Bobby Hamilton finished fifth. Kenny Wallace was sixth. Jeff Gordon was seventh. Joe Nemechek eighth. Mark Martin ran ninth. Kevin LePage finished tenth. Eleventh goes to Stacey Compton. Brett Bonine finished twelfth. Terry Labonte was thirteenth. Bobby Hamilton Jr. fourteenth. Jason Leffler was fifteenth. Rusty Wallace finished sixteenth. It was Sterling Marlin seventeenth. Mike Wallace eighteenth. Robbie Gordon nineteenth. Bill Elliott finished 20th, 21st goes to Bobby Labonte, 22nd to Johnny Benson, 23rd to Ricky Craven, 24th to Dale Jarrett, and 25th to Ricky Rudd. Robert Presley finished 26th, 27th Ward Burton, 28th was Buckshot Jones, Kurt Busch was 29th, and Dave Blaney 30th. Ken Schrader finished 31st, Kevin Harvick 32nd, Kyle Petty was 33rd, John Andretti 34th, and Jerry Nadeau 35th. Hunt Strickland finished in 36th, Michael Walter 37th, Ron Hornaday 38th, Casey Atwood 39th, Elliott Sadler 40th, Todd Bodine, 41st, Jeff Purvis, 42nd, and Jimmy Spencer, 43rd. That uh, finishing order is uh, unofficial because of the crash at the end of the race due to uh, uh, the way things worked out there on the last lap of the number of cars being involved in the back straightaway. The official results will be released by NASCAR tomorrow. As the championship point standing stand now, Jeff Gordon still leads the way. His margin now 395 over Ricky Rudd. Tony Stewart is third, Sterling Marlin fourth, and Dale Jarrett now in the fifth position. It has been a wild day here at the Talladega Super Speedway, but a big day for Dale Earnhardt Jr., who picks up the win. Next week, the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, the NASCAR Bush Series, and the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Everybody's going to Phoenix. It is the Checker Auto Parts 500 NASCAR Winston Cup race a week from today. MRN Radio coverage of all those events begins on Friday afternoon with Bud Pole updates starting at 4.30 Eastern Time. From there, we move on to the North Carolina Speedway for the Pop Secret Microwave Popcorn 400 and the Sam's Club 200. Also that same weekend, the weekend of November the 2nd, the trucks are at the California Speedway in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series 200. Our season of broadcasting events, races anyway, 
concludes with the Homestead Miami Speedway running of the Pennzoil 400 and the Popeyes 300 on the weekend of November the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Ticket offices are open at all those racetracks. Make your plans to join us now. And if not, of course, we'll have them for you here on MRN Radio. The voices you heard on our broadcast today, Dave Moody, Mike Bagley, and Eli Gold on their toes all day today. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Jason Toy patrolling the pit lane for us. Thanks to Cherie Spangler, who helped us on the scoring today. Larry Sweeney, our broadcast engineer. Mike Weaver, our satellite engineer. Paul Horvath and Ron Thomas, our production assistants. Tune in most of these MRN radio stations for NASCAR Today weekdays with news of what's going on in the world of NASCAR. Eli Gold with NASCAR Live on Tuesday night. I'll bet he'll be talking to Dale Earnhardt Jr. And listen for the world of racing with commentary from NASCAR drivers on the issues of the day daily on most of these MRN radio stations. For Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore congratulating Dale Earnhardt Jr., who has won the EA Sports 500 at Talladega. MRN Radio. Coverage of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series has come to you from the Talladega Super Speedway. Sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is Bill Ford Tub. By Bryant. Call 1-888-999-BRYANT for the dealer nearest you. By Napa Auto Parts. Napa, we keep America running. By Wix Filters, the number one filter in NASCAR. By Ray Bestis, the best in brakes. D3EA certified for safety. By the Brewmasters at Budweiser, who remind you that fresh beer tastes better. By Remington 597, the ultra-reliable 22 caliber rifle. By Pfizer, where life is our life's work. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher. It's in NASCAR. Is it in you? By the Home Depot, the official home improvement warehouse of NASCAR. By two-way communication by racing radios. For rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of racing radios. And by Team Monte Carlo. Chevy, we'll be there. This broadcast was a production of the Motor Racing Network. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late. And that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. And our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com slash KeepStock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done.